Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. We back, ladies and gentlemen. That was decent, wasn't it? You can do that when, you, when you're the inventor. You can do that. I invented that. But I, I can do that because I invented that. Mm. I, I invented that. <clears throat> you feel me? I I, I made that. <laughs> okay, I need okay. clip. I need okay. clips to do like a little, like a, he had just every version of the through the wire. Because sometimes you do it just regular. You do but it you like that. you know how people sample things? Yeah. You know how people recreate things? I made that. So if I ever hear somebody else say that, 85% off top. Mm. 85% is generous. You can do that when you own it. That See, that's what <laughs> happened with, with rap songs. When they a lot of artists use a sample, and then it never come out because the person who actually owned it be like, nah, we ain't splitting the 50-50. Right. I want 90%. <laughs> and then they'd be like, oh, hell, no, I ain't giving you 90%. Okay, we'll take my sample out of your song. <laughs> and that's how you get some songs like what was the song by Wiz that he dropped before but can't get on Spotify and Apple so he changed the beat it was something on Cabin Fever I forget yep. what it was phone numbers um, phone numbers is like and there are certain mixtapes that will never hit the, the streaming platforms because of that yep. there, I mean obviously some people are rapping over other people's beats but then there's some songs no nah, I the thrill like the thrill I don't the, mm-hmm. is the, the, Lil Wayne I wish they had all his like mixtapes on there or they could. But one, the thing that surprised me about Wayne, they don't have all of them, but they have a, a few. They, yeah, like, they, they, in the recent years, they put up a few, like, sorry for the wait on there. I'm pretty sure they put no ceilings up there, too. Yeah, that, that yeah. surprised me when they put uh when they put those on there because he's legitimately rapping, rapping on other, other people's people beats. beats. Yeah, swag surf. Like, he just got that connection. It's wheezy. You know what I'm saying? They, I'll, I'll let yeah. him get them streaming numbers. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say, I'd be honored that Lil Wayne was like, let me that. use your beat. Please say that. Wait, what? It's Wheezy. Please say that. F Baby. I don't know. Yeah, use that. F Baby. Oh, what's the F for? Please say that. Um, oh, phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. For front, though. <laughs> it's, it's a great time to be a sports fan. There's a lot of stuff going on. The NBA season is, is about to start. Preseason is officially started. Did y'all watch the the one? Was it Ali Alibaba? I don't know. I watched like the at. first half. It really wasn't. That was it. It was on some, yeah. It was on some very weak, yeah, stuff. I, just, I always get excited for preseason, then it actually start, and I'm like, "What else?" Oh, you know what I'm saying? It was just sure. fun to watch Luca drop 25 and a half. That was really. He it. was gassed too. Yeah, I'm excited for today. Why the, the Lakers play? Yeah, the LeBron ain't playing. Draymond That's ain't fine. playing. I mean, we just get to see some of the young okay. dudes. Yeah. You see Jalen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jalen what? Good Shafino. Who you think gonna be the first rapper to say that? I'm so hood like Shafino Jalen. Oh. I came through <laughs> number Money one bag, on a playlist. He got to he got to drop at least one twenty ball before he get his name dropped in a song. Uh, oh, that's not true. Obama had a whole song written about him before he did true. anything. Wasn't they was friends? I didn't I think, listen though. to it, but so didn't Drake yeah. drop a Kobe White bar? I hope not. I he dropped the Dylan like, Brooks bar. I saw the Dylan Brooks bar. I didn't listen to the album. Kobe White. We're missing our biggest fan. Yeah, oh, biggest, oh, easy. yeah, yeah we, biggest we fan just them. left the building. Uh, so we got basketball, football, baseballs in the postseason. The yes. WNBA is in the finals. Like, obviously, soccer's going on. Like, there's a lot of stuff. Cricket is like the too. busiest time for sports time. Yeah, because like amazing. all of them just like mesh together at one at one point in time. And you have to try to allocate your time accordingly to keep up with everything. Yeah. No, you prioritize. Well, yeah, for sure. So what's number one on your priority? Uh, right now, football. I can, right now, hey, yeah. on some research, I cannot wait for Sunday, bro. Hey, seriously, bro. I literally, I was like, bro, I can't wait to relax on Sunday, like 
eat some good food, be sitting on my couch watching the game, That's probably yeah, in the Discord. Football gets you through like that dead time of NBA time. Yeah. It, it literally just. Because as soon as the regular season starts, I'm sorry, football, you got to take a back seat for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, definitely yeah, take, take a back seat, but I'm going to definitely be locked in because it, it football is also at a good point right now. It's just a lot of good football. That 49ers-Cowboys game is about to be a movie. It's about to be a real, real, real big movie. The Bears versus Commanders was a movie because both of them, you know what I'm saying? We on the board, baby. We on the I board. I put Purdy the in the starting lineup. You put who? Mm-hmm. Over who? Well, Justin Herbert has a bye week. Okay, so you have so, really. That That's Cowboy fine. defense. And I, I was still projected to win even with Justin Herbert sitting out. Are you going out, to so. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. Hey. I traded for Amari Cooper and Kenneth Walker, and they both have buys this week. Smalls, <laughs> hit me, Smalls hit me in the DMs, asked for a trade, and I told him, like, eventually, like, no. And he's like, come on, I need this. <laughs> or no, I told him, like, I don't need this. Like, I'm 4-0. Like, let something happen, and I'll maybe talk to me again. That's funny because me and him was talking, I told him. I said, bro, you're acting like you, Mike, or whoever is 4-0. I'm like, they don't have they don't have to do anything. Yeah. You are on four. You need to do something. That's why I was like, I don't need this. He's like, Mike, I need this. And I was like, <laughs> man, I can't even do it. Talking about throw me a favor in this league. Um anything anything else sports related? Obviously baseball's going on. Um shout out to my D backs for Well, you went to the you went to the soccer game. I went to go see the birthday. Chicago Fire um not play against Lionel Messi. And I, I'm gonna be honest with you, I know the MLS for the people at home. Every league is in different tiers. You have the Premier League, so on and so forth. And MLS is towards the bottom. People don't care about American soccer. Makes sense. That game made me want to care about MLS. So I'm like, the Chicago Fire are on the playoff hunt. They got two games left in the regular season. We watching tonight. How many soccer games are in a season? Don't ask me that. You can Google it. Just see what Because I think it depends on what league. I, I want to say 40-something for, like, the, the Prem League. They got to have the most stamina, right? For sure. Out of, out of athletes. For sure. I was I was watching and the the a guy named Shakiri, mm-hmm. um, called Shaq, he was everywhere, five seven pudgy dude, and he's thirty like three. It's thirty four. Okay, so yeah, this um, is very low. That's a lot. Whew. Soccer. That's a lot of. Games. That's a lot. That's a lot. Oh. Um, I was just comparing it to other leagues. It seems very low. No, what I about mean, what if you heard thirty four football, football, football game? Well, football's extreme. Well, I guess soccer's physical too, but football, I understand why it's one week, one game a How week. How many think is there in a hockey season? Um, I Probably around the NBA. Yeah. 70-some, 80-some. I feel like that shit just as physical. Yeah, no. Hockey players are play extremely physical and don't get paid the money. Um, Let's see. Yeah, that shit for the it sport. Be, it feels just like basketball on ice. To me. It's 82. Oh my God, that makes sense. I know my hockey. We at the hockey game. Yes, we are. We're going to see. We're going to see the Blackhawks. When I was in Detroit, the Blackhawks were in town, and I wanted to pull up to the game. It's preseason, so it doesn't matter. But like, it was cheap. Like to be like center ice, second row was like a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. I could yeah. do that. I could walk from my hotel to watch them play and walk back. Yeah, hockey's one of those sports where you don't even have to pay the expensive. Yeah, you've been there. How how was your hockey experience? Hockey is fun, especially when you're sitting in the 300s. It's like such a good view, and they're Agreed. cheap as hell. That's one of the places where I'm okay with sitting way up top because you get yeah. to experience it. I want to be, be there when they finna fight, so I want to be closer. I feel that. <laughs> so I can be like, slap them. Slap them. That's they, more disrespect. They break the board and the glass fall on you. Uh-huh. But and you I signed the waiver. No, you signed the waiver to sit no, there. No, so. I didn't sign the waiver because <laughs> I came late. Y'all know what's funny? I hate I hate when football players try to fight because they have on helmets and they be swinging they be, at each they other. They be squaring head. up. Yeah, yeah. I'll be like, bro, 
what are y'all doing? Like, realistically, why would I square up with someone wearing a helmet? Yeah. Since we, <laughs> since we end football. Testosterone's just super high. Since we end football season and everybody locked in on it, I would highly recommend that y'all watch Club Shay Shay interview with Marshawn Lynch. It was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. That was, that was one. I had saw a few clip outs of it and I said I wanted to watch it. Yeah, but. I saw the clips and I'm like, I need to watch this. So I watched it last night uh, before bed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was, it was one of those things. It was like, I'm going to put this on, I'm going to watch, and hopefully I can fall asleep. No. I watched that whole thing. It's the number one basketball podcast in the world right now. I watched that whole thing. I love him and Chad Ochocinco when they're together. For real? Yeah. Like, they if you crazy. go to the basketball charts, they Club Shay Shay's number one. They are crazy. <laughs> they are crazy. It's the reality. Brittany Grinder. Yeah. The, uh, Marshawn Lynch, but it's the number one basketball podcast. So, I should get, uh, I should try to get. Brittany Renner. What did I say? Grinder. Grinder. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, Brittany Renner. Yeah. <laughs> Brittany Renner. It went right Grinder would have made sense. Yeah. Brittany Renner. So we should get fucking, uh, I just cursed. Yep. Mark me down. Yeah, yeah Mark me down. Taylor Swift. No. Numbers will go crazy. I mean, yeah. We first. could just change our, you can, <laughs> when you upload on podcasts, you can change your tab. So like the Candy Beach and podcast is also a baseball pod. So oh. when I'm going up, I'm also going up on the baseball charts, which I haven't mentioned baseball one time. <laughs> so we could just put our show basket, NBA slash cricket. I got this. It'll be a number one cricket podcast. I got this show that I'm, that I want to go, that I want to do. That I've kind of got the idea of, and I wonder if that if that'll be the case for because I want to talk about everything, but I want to let people know that I'm not an expert in these things. Like mm-hmm. basketball, I would consider myself. Ex- so you would you stay away from basketball in those conversations? No, I would not that I would stay away from it. It just wouldn't be so highlighted. Mm. It would just be like anything else. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you know what I'm saying, if you want to see me talk about the Drew Holiday trade, you know where to go. Okay. Yeah, there's a there, market for that. We might we might speak on it. Yeah. You, you want that full 30-minute breakdown, you know that there's a place for that. Yeah, because when I was getting into baseball, I had the Kenny Baseball Channel, and people just love to hear me talk about stuff, even though I wasn't an expert at it. That used to scare me away. But then people said that with, with the football thing, and like, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I like it. I think it's fun. To not, and I don't want to give away the title live on air, but that's part of the title yeah. of the show. As mm-hmm. long as you're not portraying yourself as an expert, right? Because people are going to people going to relate to it because not everybody's an expert. They they damn self. right? Exactly. exactly. So, I think exactly. there's fun in not always being an expert in Me something. One hundred percent. Because it's hard to be an expert in everything. Why do you think I have? <laughs> I try so many hobbies. It, the the the, the start is so fun for me to getting into something, and eventually a lot of it end up dying out. But like that first couple months of getting into something is always super fun. It is. I, you know, side note, I was seeing that in the 2K community where they were saying that 2K is, and I think we can relate to this to a degree, 2K ain't as fun for some people because they said everybody trying to play comp, everybody's like, we always stay true to ourselves and, like, we going to play Pro-Am for us. Yeah, KB can be just the player he wants to be. We Mike don't have to be a little guard and trying to play the meta. It's like no, we'll play and we'll try to win, but we'll also find the fun and yeah. sometimes getting our ass bust by people who play in the meta. It's like we've played against teams. We feel good where it's like y'all play that meta, y'all playing comp, and y'all only beat us by one. Yeah, yeah facts. like the one guy came into Mike's chat. Like we don't even know the meta yet. We play comp. Like in twenty twenty three, gaming is. I need to be the best at all yeah. times. The most fun I've had on Pro-Am or 2K in 2023, me and Kyron were selling a game of wreck on Mike's team. I created a build with no defense. He's got 99 layup. I'm just shooting floaters and selling the game. But it was so <laughs> fun. And that's better than, like, sweating out a game of a comp team. So, I mean, we just like games too old for that, it don't be, I, it's not. I don't like going against the really meta dudes, but a nice 
like fun game of pro am is when it do be close though. So. Yeah. You know, and I think the most fun we've had in a long time playing is when you made a team and I made a team and we kind of ba- yeah, that it became unbalanced cuz my dude just outperformed your dude. <laughs> but it was a it, it had to you know and it was a series and mm-hmm. like you know what I'm saying that was fun versus like matching up randomly we we're not even comping we beating a team by forty <laughs> that, like how is yeah. that happen? How we do we, that for three games because they just don't like the other team don't got thumbs and then we going against a, a team that's one hundred and twelve <laughs> third, no, week, of, no third week of two K between we can we just play a team that's twenty four and eleven like us like it's it, it's very weird but I. I think that's the same thing. That kind of shied me away because it's like I don't want to be talking about things that I don't know and all of that. But then when I did it with the football things, it was like, you know, this is fun. Because, yeah, it's 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 not as much detail I have to put into, like, basketball. Mm-hmm. But I'm de- I'm not talking out my ass either. So, yeah, yeah. Would y'all say the buzz on 2K is going away faster than normal? Uh. <sighs> My numbers are still doing good. No, no, not view-wise. I'm talking about, like, the urge to play it. Oh, you mean, like, individually? Yeah. I have the urge to play it. I just – I'm not able to play it the way I want to for a couple reasons. Number one, I'm not playing my team at all this year because I don't like the way that it's set up. Usually that's something I can grind and play by myself. Everything that I want to do with 2K correlates to y'all. So if he's out with his girlfriend and we don't have five to play Pro-Am, I really can't play. Now we have the league, thank God. So now that's something that I could probably do a little bit by myself. But yeah, I think the pro am buzz that we had, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's not it's definitely not there. Considering the fact that some of us made multiple bills like that, we definitely don't play as much. I just as made a Giannis bill. Oh man, I gotta, I gotta play now. All right, let, let's get into the topics. To <laughs> you and Giannis bill. How did you make the Giannis bill? You must have seen it on social media. I saw a dude make a TikTok on like this is like the most identical the Giannis bill. Or something? Yeah, yep. Yeah. 76-3 with like a 90 driving layup, an 80 some dunk, 78 block. He was he was very nice. That type of build and that that interests you, it only makes our argument more justifiable. What? You need to play more. Cuz a oh. build like that means you're going to have to have stick you got to you know what I'm saying? Like you got yeah. to in, in order to activate the bull uh those are bad and shit, you're going to have to know how to activate it and do different things and you only Get those skills by playing the game more. We in a yeah. league and you got one game played. You're busy. No, he is. I'm just, you know. Today we're doing NBA superlatives. Ain't busy. Angie busy. We went to um. <laughs> did you know he went out with me yesterday? Oh, I didn't know it was yesterday. Yeah, we yeah. went yesterday. Oh, okay. We can talk I about that later. I went and texted you saying. Yeah, you, you texted. Run. I had my phone. Yeah, yeah, they 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 took our phones oh, away. Oh, okay. It was one of those no phones. Things. That makes sense. Yeah, when we walked down, I was like, how are they going to take 20,000 phones, KB? And then I saw They it. did. Yeah. They did. <laughs> <laughs> when, they, when they don't take it, they put it in the bag and yeah, lock yeah. the bag. So yeah, you, and you keep, have you the bag it. and you can't open the bag until you get outside the arena. Yeah. Like That makes sense. So I, I'll play with them like, let's hurry up and run so I can tweet out what he said. <laughs> <laughs> we saw somebody getting in trouble, and I'm assuming it's because they had an extra phone or something. Um, oh wait, somebody got in trouble. Yeah, you don't, you ain't see that. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about oh, it later. Yeah. Let's get okay. into the it was NBA. There go that like. <laughs> 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 Keep going. NBA superlatives. We didn't. Our school didn't do this, but a lot of schools end up doing like most likely to succeed, most likely to make it to the NBA, and so on and so forth. So we put together our own list of things that would be in a preseason yearbook of the NBA. I'm mad our school didn't do that. Yeah, I'm right. I, well, in eighth grade, I got uh, best smile. 
Hey, mm. look at you. <laughs> yes, I did. Um, so the first one is most likely to break out. Now, I put all of these in the group chat and made it ambiguous in a sense that um, I wanted it to be like up for interpretation. Mm-hmm. So what breakout means to you could be different than what breakout means mm-hmm. to me. But how did y'all uh, tackle most likely to break out? Some of these are kind of grouped with teams and players. Okay. Um, it seemed like some of these categories could fit for both. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty much how I looked at it. Yeah. Who you got? <laughs> yeah. Oh, about yeah. Throw somebody um, for me, I think the Orlando Magic could be a team that could potentially break out. Um, they're talented. Paulo's in his second year. I think we're going to see a big jump from him. I think Franz is going to be have a really good year. Um, and I just think in general, I think that team showed us a lot last year. And I think they're kind of on a trajectory where this might be the year where they kind of break out. And they're like a play-in, competing team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, I think the Magic could be a team that could really break out. Mm-hmm. So I tackled it in a, a couple different ways. Uh, first one is like they get – they're already kind of like good, but they're going to get to that all-star level. And I put Tyrese Maxey for that one. Obviously, with James Harden, we don't know what's going to happen right there. But I can imagine regardless, his touches and just, like, his playmaking opportunity is probably going to go back up. And from what I've seen, like, they said he's untouchable. It looks like they really believe in him. So I got him as one of my guys on my list. It's unfortunate. Um, I agree. I, like, Tyrese Maxey was one of my two guys that I put to. And that's with or without James Harden. Like, I didn't look tackle this thinking, oh, James Harden won't be on the team because obviously we know he reported. Mm-hmm. And the way Tobias Harris was talking and so pe- some people talking – they might be able to make it work for the season. I don't know. But regardless, I, I'm not a, a big – what's that guy named Drew Hanlon fan? Uh, but would he <laughs> say that Tyrese Baxter averaged 25 points, anything less is a dis, like a disappointment? I feel that because he averaged 22 points per game. He's one of the best catch-and-shoot players in basketball. He's one of the quickest players in basketball. And he adds this element to the 76ers that makes them a, at least a fun-watching team because in the half court – they can give it to Joel, play it slow, James Harden, dribble, 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 but they also have that second gear, and Max, he provides that second gear for the team. So he's a nice, like, balance because he can do both, right? Catch yeah. a shoot, also run the break. And I, I've been a – I wouldn't say fan, but I've been high on Tyrese Max over the last couple seasons, and he had the 20-point-per-game jump, and I'm expecting – when I say breakout, I don't mean he about to average 30 of them things, but, like, potentially being an all-star game this season. Oh, you could see him being an all-star game. I could see season. him being in the all-star okay. game, yeah. Even with James Harden being there? I don't – James Harden was not in the all-star game last year. <laughs> well, no, no, no. But I'm saying, like, yes, if yes. James Harden is still giving you 21 and 10. I don't believe he will be giving us 21 and 10. But he uh, could. Yeah. So you're saying Harden is a guy that's most likely to regress, potentially. Dang, you, you spoiling questions. On that team, no. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> I was just – no, no, not, it's just, not just that. I just think that Maxie's role would probably be increased just by him, by nature, being better. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. and that might cost James Harden a few touches, but a few touches away from James Harden, it's not that big of a deal. The same thing with uh, Joel Embiid, because they don't want, at least I would assume, Nick Nurse and company don't want Joel Embiid to go out and have to average 33 points a game because we, now he's got his MVP, his next goal is to make some off or some postseason success. And part of that is maybe taking his foot off the gas a little bit come regular season and not have to worry so much. And then we get to the playoffs and his foot is hurt. Yeah. So let Maxi take over. Hopefully he hopefully he buys into that. Yeah. Um, most likely to break out. I had a few names on here. Um Trey Murphy the third. Like it. Trey Murphy the third with the with the Pelicans. Um I'm gonna tie I'm gonna wrap back around to that because another thing that we have will tie into that. I think I got the same guy for that. <laughs> um, Anthony Simons. Mm-hmm. I, I really believe that a lot of people 
um, don't know how good Anthony Simons is. I, Derek, you can get attest to this. Man, I don't know if you've seen it. I've been damn Baker Mayfield has been everywhere for this. But anyway, um, people post the Blazers starting lineups and Simons is a six man. Yeah, I don't Makes understand. They don't know who Simons is. I don't think people realize how talented he was when Dame. Like even with Dame there, he was still good. But when Dame wasn't there, like when he was covering him, when he was doing that core injury, Anthony mm-hmm. Simons was really good, phenomenal. Yes. So I think. Last year, Dame back healthy. Dame was phenomenal. It's sh- it's shadowed a little bit off of Simons. Yeah. I think it goes back to what we saw with the court injury, and Simons is going to be a guy that they're going to lean on heavily, especially as Scoot and Shaden Sharp develop. Um, he's the one that's going, I I think really break out. I think he's going to be putting up some numbers that people going to be like, that hold up, because mm-hmm. yeah. they wasn't aware of the court injury. Um, and I think the way that the team is talking about Scoot. I think it's just going to make it so much easier. Like, people are talking about how fast he is and how much of a good passer he is. And, like, if you have that type of gravity that Scoot is going to have where he's constantly attacking downhill, it's going to make it so much easier for Simons. I agree. And then the uh, the last name I'll, I'm going to put out here, it's a different interpretation of breakout. But Christian Braun. I think Christian Braun is going to be a guy who breaks out in the sense of he's going to be a guy that really fits what the Nuggets do. He's going to make very limited mistakes. I think he's also going to pop up in a later thing, so I won't spend too much time on him. But if I had to pick one of them, uh, Anthony Simons. Anthony yeah. Simons. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I just yeah, I just had a couple names for uh, all the categories we kind of did. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like actually the same way. One of the guys I can just save for the later, but another guy I also had was Alfred Sengun. Just with a more like – Full, like a complete team around him, I feel like naturally his mostly his stats are just going to go up. You know, I feel like the defense yeah. should for one be better. Obviously, I think he's he's really talented at getting rebounds, so obviously that category is going to go up. And then just like the assist too, I think especially with a, a newer coach, I feel like they're going to implement him a lot in the playmaking. So I have it's just too. like yeah. he's a lot of his the areas where he can impact the game, he's going to help him out. He's one of yeah. the most interesting players in the league this season because. Last year, we saw a lot of times where he didn't get fourth quarter tick or just had lost the trust of the, the coaching staff. Obviously, Ime comes in. And Ime's philosophy is a lot different. He's more of a defensive-minded coach through the year that we saw of Ime. But Alperen Shingun is so damn talented that it would be – I think it would be crazy for them to do the same thing as last year where Shingun's on the bench when it matters the most because he is such a great playmaker for his position and because he can just – I, I don't know, get other other people involved and they have yeah. more options. He feels like a good guy. And they have projectable, good defensive players on the team. The they said yes. he's one of those players. They said he grown, right? Yes. And he like seven foot yes. now? Yes. Yeah. yes. So Yeah, I have him from a different category. I think when you talk a breakout, I put him down first, but then I veered away from him because I think he's one that's just like obvious ain't even the word. Like if he don't, then we all going to be a little disappointed as a basketball community because mm-hmm. everything lines. He has the talent. He grew new system, better players. Everything that's been going on should have him having a, a breakout. It's almost like, man, you know what I'm saying? Like we, every The whole basketball world is wait, legitimately waiting on it. Yeah. I haven't seen one person that pushed against. I'll take that back. I, I remember I put uh, Shingun as my MIP, and there was people that was like, you must not be familiar, but <laughs> but they were rocket, but they were rocket fans, and you know how fans are. They either love or they hate, and they Dude can't. Probably had Jalen Green as his, as his profile picture. He don't defend. Uh, <laughs> okay, all right. I don't remember him much in the FIBA stuff. I don't even remember how he performed or anything. 
No, he was I there. Don't, I don't remember it either. No. Uh, the next question is most likely to regress. I think we're all people that enjoy the game and don't really want to think about this, this but it's question it's you. part of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll give my answer first because it's just, this was hard. This is a hard question because the way the league is going right now, it feels like we're getting older and older players that are still elite. Yes. Yep. LeBron is the oldest man in the league, still doing what he does. Steph Curry's in mid-30s. It doesn't matter. Kevin Durant, mid-30s, and it doesn't matter. There's so many great older players. So I, I don't want to name this dude because I, I like this guy's play. I feel like we got the same person. Bojan Bogdanovic? No. Yeah, actually. I was going to say, I, was, I hope you didn't have him. <laughs> um, so he's, he's about to be 35 years old this season. And over the last couple seasons, he's been so efficient shooting the ball. And, and though that might be the one thing that doesn't go away as you get older – I just I, I would assume that eventually he's not going to be as good as he has been. Mm-hmm. I think it would suck for Detroit Pistons fans that it happened this year because it's a year that they're trying to not compete, but they have K Cunningham back and he yes. needs shooting and they can't afford to have somebody that's elite level shooter not being an elite level shooter. But man, his whole career has just been boom, 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 boom. Reds all across the board as far as his efficiency numbers uh, compared to the people at his position. It's like at 35 years old, maybe it starts now. This is interesting. I. I I don't have him, but I thought about putting him, and then I went back and I had to remind myself of the year he had last year without Kay Cunningham. Yep. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, man, with Kay Cunningham, with a veteran uh, head coach like Monty Williams, with some of the other additions that they made, will he have 21 points per game? No. Maybe not, we, but we, I still think he's going to be an impactful player for them for sure. because he's going to do things that they need and they're going to mm-hmm. rely on defending and catch and shoot for Cade and different things. So I can see him still having 17 and 18 on a nightly basis, still mm-hmm. super efficient, and that's why it was hard for me to not put him for regression. Yep, it was uh, that. But is that, how, is that how y'all are viewing it? I, I don't think at his regression, I'm talking about like him maintaining a 20 because again they have more pieces. Jay Knight should be better. Kate Cunningham, Cunningham comes back. Um, his regression is more about his shooting splits and him being a less efficient player. I think he'd still be a very impactful player, still be a player that can help them win some basketball games. But again, he was like what 39 percent from three last season. And he's consistently been around a 40 percent three point shooter. Um, so I was just with my assumption of regression is like he's just not one of 34 percent. That sucks. Maybe league average more than below league average. I don't think – I think for me, with him, though, I don't think one thing that won't regress is probably the shooting. I mm-hmm. think the defense is probably the main thing that might regress. Because, like, as you get older, I think the I would offensive- say he's already regressed from his Utah Jazz days of oh. being a plus defender. Yeah, yeah. And then the shooting part – I think the shooting part of the game, it's always something that you probably can always have. Yeah, so that's what caused my mind is, with, like, the shooting, it's hard to say – like the stats can always regress, but it's hard because like shooters always got that value to them. Yeah, um, I went with another a guy that could definitely shoot the ball too. Uh, I went with CJ, and it was in a, a different type of way too, just because I feel like it's just with the Pelicans he could be expendable. Mm. Obviously, he gets a little bit older too, and we know that like he kind of he's a good catch and shoot, which I think that value still there. Could lose a step or two, and you know he already takes a lot of tough shots, shoots around forty three percent. He shot forty three percent, forty four percent which is kind of like average for him. But I, like I said, that kind of goes to like, he's not just taking easy shots. He's taking tough shots. That's not a bad pick because he's a small, small guard, not an all-star guard either. Mm-hmm. He crossed my mind as well. The reason I stayed away from, away from him is because he's, a, he's such a basketball player 
that he can do the exact opposite. He mm-hmm. can come out and have a year that we never thought he's going to have because Zion is back, Ingram is back, mm-hmm. and he's just a good basketball player. So that I, I was like, ah, I can I can see that perspective that you just gave, but I also can see the flip side where CJ have a bounce back year, and mm-hmm. it's like, damn, we forgot this CJ <laughs> can be can be this way. So I I ain't really want I try to stay away from players that I you know that'll be too too much of an opposite. Who you got, D Mills? Uh, for me it was. It was hard to do this, but DeMar DeRozan. Um, oh, my heart. For me. My heart. It's just, as you get older, just taking those type of shots that he take, it just becomes harder and harder. And last year we already saw, like, a slight regression. He went from 27 to 24 uh, PPG. So I could definitely probably see this year maybe go down a little bit um, even more. Just because it's just hard to – when you have that type of an offensive bag, as you get older, it's just you got to do something different. So he hasn't really shown us that there is anything different with his game. So that that question, the the question Pierre posed, I think yes. matters here, because just dropping overall point per game could be a virtue of a lot of different things, right? Yeah. X player on your team got better, which means that he warrants more touches and so on and so forth. I don't remember what Demar Derozan's efficiency numbers were. I know what you're saying though. I think he was worse this year versus first year because first year he was the clutchest player in the league yep. and so on and so forth. But also don't know if he was. I don't know, just the optically 27 to 24 worse. Because I would assume, again, I mean, I guess I could look it up, that his efficiency was probably on the same pace. If not, he wouldn't have been an all-star. Uh, let me see. I think I have it, I have it right here. Um, so his field goal percentage the year before is literally exactly the same. Yeah, he just took less 4. shots this season. Yeah, yeah. Took about three, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, three less shots. exactly. Yeah. Three less shots. Um, um, but I would say this year you did see him take that three ball slightly more. Um it seemed like visually, um, the numbers. but he, the numbers say it literally says exactly exactly. Same. Same. Yeah, he <laughs> he does that. He'll have a month where he shoots like two a game yeah. and then not shoot anymore. But he's like, yeah, I, here you go, y'all. Damn. <laughs> so yeah, when you say he Demar Derozan regress, what do you? What, it's more so like the PPG, and he probably won't be an all star. Okay, that's that's viable. I think that's yeah. a good. I, I mean, I, as a Bulls fan, I think most of us would hope. That somebody else would kind of alleviate some of that pressure, like Zach Levine becoming the Williams. guy. Patrick, yeah, but you know, we can hope. <laughs> we can hope. <laughs> this is kind of a little off topic, but I'm trying to think because I feel like three and D guys. Once you have that, once you have that name, you kind of like solidify with that for a minute. Who are those guys? It's just like they not it no more, but their mm. reputation is like still there. Like the three and D. I feel like there's a lot of guys. I should have probably put this in the chat to give y'all a second to think about it, but I feel like they're there. No, I, I agree with you saying like I'm gonna look this up real quick. So three and D guys, D guys that pretty much aren't you like, know I mean really good. No I more. guess like Danny Green's getting to that point. Oh yeah, Danny Green like, but he's also just like I think he's like 35, 36 now. Yeah, he uh, he arrived at like the training camp. He said, "I got a new knee." I'm like yo, old, <laughs> get your old ass out of here, boy. <laughs> uh, but I, I, is Robert Covington is still in that category? No, he can't be. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a good one. That's a really good but one. But I was thinking about a younger player, too. Let me look at Robert that's Covington last year shot. Hey, he's still 3-and-D. <laughs> <laughs> he shot 40% for three last year. But he does this, oh, though. On three his, attempts. But his three-point okay. three percentage, yeah. Uh, 16. <laughs> his three-point percentage goes up and down. Yeah, he's not 3-and-D no more, man. Yeah, I don't. I can't even account his, for his His percentages fluctuate so much. I have bro. zero memories of Robert Covington last season. Yeah. <laughs> And this is a guy who picked him for defensive player of the year. But this was like four he did years. it multiple times because some clips put together a video, and you mentioned Robert Covington during the Zoom era as your DPOY, and when we were in my first apartment. Oh, so 
Yeah, Rocco's was your dude. Now he's 35, so I, yeah, he's yeah. not Mike, this good. I but. Isaac Okoro, he hasn't shown us a three. Yeah. He I was thinking the same thing with, like, Lou Dort. Lou Dort takes, like, six threes yes. a game, but shoots 33%. It's like, optically, he might seem like that, but teams play off of Lou Dort. I guess the next conversation to have is, is three and D because that's what you provide, or is that because that's what your title is? So, Lou Dort's title is, you're going to defend and you're going to take three. Yeah, nothing yeah. else. Right. Yeah. That's the only thing we're asking for or you. Or layup. That's, yeah, that's the only role you're going to have. I, yeah, I might like be role versus, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Instead I of archetype. Yes. I think it's more so title. Because no matter where Lou Dort goes, mm-hmm. he's going to be 3D. We're going to yeah. ask you to guard and we're going to ask you to shoot threes. You're uh, never yeah. going to have isolations. We're <laughs> never going to have you coming off pin downs or anything, you know, exquisite. You know, I mean, It's not impossible if he had, for sure. you know, a, a, a floppy a play for whatever reason. But No, nah, I see what you're saying for sure. You're always, that's going to be your job. You know who's 3D? Patrick Williams. Patrick Beverly. P- Patrick Beverly, Patrick 3D Beverly. at six foot. Is he still 3D, yeah? <laughs> bad. Yeah, yeah. I don't really. He's not really. It's PJ Tucker three and D for y'all. Absolutely, that boy <laughs> sit on that corner, boy. But <laughs> well, PJ Tucker sometimes he just did because he refused to take the three. Yeah, PJ Tucker's little it because he literally will have games where he don't take a shot. So Patrick Beverly <laughs> shot thirty three percent from three on three and a half attempts last year. So y'all determined. with the Lakers, he was not three and D, and with the yeah. Bulls, he was definitely not three and D. <laughs> I tell you that. Much. So, sometimes he wasn't D for us. Too. Patrick, I mean not Patrick Beverly. Um, PJ Tucker, thirty nine percent three point shooter last year. One point nine attempts. Yes, see. I think it's a, I think it's the role versus the archetype. Who do y'all think will be the best three and D player KCP. next year? <laughs> KCP. Oh, KCP's KCP. KCP is three and D. Yeah, KCP, KCP provides both of those things. Yeah. I think Grant Williams next year will be a guy who if you if you're saying corners threes, yeah, yeah, PJ Tucker, <laughs> but KCP <laughs> man, who, KCP who's is going to be the best three and D player in the league next season. That's such a. Uh, it's got to be a wing. That we're just it's got to be a wing. Yeah. Because I don't want to like put Chris o- Middleton in OG there. OG. Chris Middleton puts the ball on the floor too much. But, like, him with Dame and Giannis, he will be more spot-up-y. So. I don't know, bro. Chris Jaden Middleton McDaniels. go get his isolations. It don't matter who on the team. I look at Chris Jaden Middleton. Jaden McDaniels is a good one. He ain't saying it. But I, I think I actually think Jaden McDaniels this year is going to break out of that. He's going to yes. take a step there. I'm not a 3 and D guy. Yes. Um, I hope he does. Yeah, I think I really he will. Do. Uh, Chris Middleton. Reminds me of Clay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When Clay said, "Shit, I'm gonna get mine." Dude. Oh, I ain't giving yeah. up no shots. I think Chris Middleton will have the same thing, and I think that'll be better for the team. Yeah. The team shouldn't just go into uh, Giannis, Dame. Y'all take turns. They have to implement. If you get the, if you get Chris Middleton to still be Chris Middleton with those, because those guys are gonna be those guys. Yeah, you're gonna be a very dangerous team. You can't yeah. have, you can't go 82 games and Chris Middleton spot up, and then in the playoffs come. Damian Lillard is struggling because he's getting guarded by Drew Holiday, and it's like, oh, Chris Middleton beat you from two years ago. No, <laughs> right. Let him yeah. continue to be him. So when you, because you're going to need him, I'm yeah, telling thanks. you, Damian Lillard, by design of being a jump shooter as a as a guard, he's going to. Ha- it's inevitable he's, he's going to have a game. Yeah, well, yeah, well, he's going to struggle, and you're going to need Chris Middleton to be another perimeter threat. Um, got regression. Uh, so the guys that I had, um, my guy. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul. Oh yeah, and oh, this is an easy, yeah. this is an easy yeah. one, yeah. and it's and it's it's hey, he crossed my can mind. Can I keep but it hundred with you, P? What? I expected a better one. I got, a better, <laughs> I, got I got a better one. I just want to I just want KB to know we want finna go through this. Nah, and not I, this I, hey, that was one of the first people that crossed my yeah. mind. No, he crossed my I, mind, and I was like, I can't put I him. Can't yeah, it's I hard. Not I thought KB him. was gonna put him when he said, "Man, I like this guy." Oh, no. I know. Th- and I thought he was gonna say, "Man, Chris Paul," but I. 
because nobody said it, I just wanted the KB to know that's your man, <laughs> but we aware that he gonna take my my real one. He just uh, looks so weak in that shirt, bro. Easy, bro. <laughs> he looks so weak. Them shoes big, that arm yes, sleeve bro. big. You know, everybody wearing the little arm sleeve oh, now. He man. still got his shit up here. He said here. he finally yeah. get used to them saying Dub Nation, and I get <laughs> mad at it. His hair is just thin as hell. Um, he looked fake. Grew, did you see the, the screenshots of Somebody, him two days ago versus today? Yeah, like his hair grew significantly in like two days time. Before, he had a ball fade at the press conference, and then two days uh, later, today, he had a head yeah, of hair. Yeah, he was on some me shit. <laughs> Hell no oh, I like that um, <laughs> Besides him though Because he's so obvious Jeremy Grant hmm. I oh. think Jeremy Grant Is going to regress For multiple reasons I think They're obviously In a different shift Of their culture They're going to prioritize A lot of different things And I think he falls Into the eye man out They're going to prioritize school. They're going to prioritize Simons They're going to prioritize Aiden so this Jeremy Jeremy Grant still can be a good player, but I think the upside of Jeremy Grant over the last few years has been the scoring in Detroit, the scoring he did with Portland. I don't know if you're going to get 20 points per game, Jeremy Grant. Anymore. I'm going to play devil's advocate. Okay. If I am the Trailblazers for the first half of the season, I'm giving him that damn ball. To trade I think it's so important for them to install confidence in Aiden mm-hmm. and Scoot and some of these young guys that I've, I agree with that philosophy, but I don't think that they can – they can put those guys as secondary for that reason because right. Aiden getting off to a good start for them can change this entire trajectory of their rebuild. Like if he comes out a confident, dominant, he shows himself what he can be on a night-in-night basis out of the gate, This yeah, the trajectory for them could go a whole different way. Do you think if the over-under on Aiden all-star appearances is .5, are you taking the over or the under? I'm taking the over. Say that one more time. If his all-star appearances in his career is at .5, over or under? Jimmy Grant? No, Aiden. Aiden. Oh, Aiden? I'm taking the over. I'm I'll taking the over. over. I think I'll take he, over. I think he's due for one or two all-star seasons. I, 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 he has. He, I think he can scrape one. Especially okay, being so if Portland. I put it at 1.5, are you still taking over? Because you have to think about where he's at, yeah, yeah. the course yeah. of the league, the front court position. So he essentially is competing with I'm Jokic, taking the under. AD. I'm taking the under. So you think he's going to potentially be a one all-star guy? I think he get one. But also, Boom. I'm contradicting myself at the same time because I think if Aiden can get you one, he might can get you two. That yeah. means he's really playing. Right. It, it, maybe, you know, wings, guards can have, like, but like a big, that means he came out. You know, Rudy Gobert is a multiple-time all-star. I think Aiden can get the How many, yeah, how many one-time all-star bigs do we have? Sabonis I'm, I'm, I'm made it twice, it right? right? Yeah, Sabonis has been there a few Vooch times. Vooch has been twice, right? Uh, Vooch might be. I one. feel like he definitely got those in, in a, like uh, the Magic days because he yeah. was literally one. Of he didn't get in any in Chicago for sure. No. I don't remember. I know he got at least one in Orlando. I don't remember any. I'm, I'm looking Vooch up first. Vooch has. Oh, let's let's stop playing with Vooch. He does have two. Yes, that's me. That's me. I don't know if they're. I don't know if we have like this one time All Star big. Let me see list of All Stars. I mean, I guess right now it's just Jared Allen, but he just got his. Right, and you know what, Jared Allen's a guy, if you ask me to put it at two or like a 1.5, I'm taking the under. You're taking the under? I don't know if he I'm gets taking the under, too, because I look at him and Aiden so different. I, I feel like if Aiden is making it, he's rebounding and scoring. Mm-hmm. Allen, hometown team type of thing, like, yeah. yeah. So I could see him being a one. Oh, here's one. Uh, Chris Esports one-time All-Star. I could. Man, he should be, too. He, last he should year, be. I, he I was think last year he could have got it. They, yeah. they just sucked so bad. It's, I feel like it's going to be hard for him to get in in Boston just because they already – I think Jalen Brown and Tatum are locks. For the oh, no, game. man. 
if these boys come out and dominate the league the way that they mm-hmm. could, Perz- yeah. and Porzingis doing it, him. If he was probably healthier too a little bit, or if Kristaps was healthier, I could imagine him getting. But also, I, I could see. Him. I also could see a world where they give the nod to Drew Holiday. I could see that too. So, so I could like, see where they give it to Kristaps too. Yeah. Yes. So it's like they have a competition for the All Star positions. That what if they pull the Atlanta Hawks and give all four teams? <laughs> I mean, they ran a league. Yeah, boy. that means that All Star break. They Twitter gonna be unbearable yeah. for that. Another one time All Star big. Brooke Lopez in 2013. Injury oh. replacement, but okay. he one-time All-Star. That is true. DeAndre Jordan, one-time All-Star. Mm. Um, Dan Issel. Isn't that interesting? He made one All-Star. He's game. a Hall of Famer, right? Yeah, what the hell? Uh. Uh, Gordon Hayward, but um, you won't bids, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's kind of it. I got, I got another uh, weird guy for regression. Okay. Um, it's going to sound odd, but dude been consistent for like the last – Odd amount of years, but Harrison Barnes still getting up there in age, but he's been averaging like over Keegan Murray. Yep, 15 Jay points Lyle. last year, 16 before that, 16 again before that. He's been hovering around like 15 for the past like 10 I years. Could, I could see that. Could the see only that reason well. I would give pushback on it is because he's just a bad, he's just a, a professional. Mm-hmm. He get he he just get that's why I be so I'd be offended for him when we play in 2K and we see that he got no badges. <laughs> no badges. <laughs> I know such a and consistent it's just, professional, yeah. like yeah. he should have a badge, man. Yeah. And he one thing about his agent, he gonna get them paid too. For sure, he can't get no catch and shoot. Never too high, never too low. Harrison Barnes, that's it, that's his no whole brand. Stick. This is a guy who <laughs> workhorse. He can't even get workhorse. It's a guy I want to throw out there. I'm not sold. I'm not betting. I'm not hoping that he has it. This is this is tough to say because statistically he's gotten better every single year. But due to the team, and again, this is where the definition of how you perceive regress comes into play. Keldon Johnson. Mm. Mm. I, it's hard for me to figure out where Keldon Johnson lands in the Spurs thing. Well, mm-hmm. so I was I follow a decent amount of people in like every Twitter space. So like some Spurs Twitter, or some Sacramento Kings Twitter. Um, There's a conversation on Twitter a couple days ago between a, a couple Spurs fans about like odd man out, and yep. they were saying that they feel like Keldon Johnson eventually will be the odd I man out. So too. Um, and also had a, the, saw a similar conversation with OKC Twitter. About Odd Man Out, um, and they they were they Giddy. were saying they might be Giddy. Giddy, not that they don't believe in Giddy or anything, but just like based Shady. on the collection Shady of talent there. that they have mm-hmm. and how expensive it will be once these players, because we I think we all believe that Giddy's gonna be really good. Shea's already All NBA. Chet has great potential. J Dub has great potential. Those are players that eventually might end up being uh, max players, right? Um, rookie max players at least. Yeah. Like damn, can we afford to have four rookie max players? That. Because the Thunder, the Thunder fans and everybody, J J Dub has taken that reins, and you're hoping that Chet is that way. So I I, I can see that. I think Josh Giddy is man. If I if I'm a if I'm a rival team, buying. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm hoping, buying. I'm praying. He's if so, I'm the Spurs, yeah. buying. But yeah, especially the value of having a big point guard who could do everything that he does, like it's. No, I hard, think, yeah, I think that conversation dies down if he hits his three pointers this year. They like, never yeah. mind, he stay. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> yeah, he also plays for the Thunder, where they made this mistake once before. They might say, "Let's bite the bullet." Yeah, Sam Presti, like, man, I, I was the guy that traded James Harden prematurely. Let's not do that again. I was about to say, Josh Giddy just over there with the Spurs having a triple double, yeah. <laughs> twenty five points per yeah. game. Yeah. So I want to throw K- Kelda Johnson there because I feel the same way with those people that was having that conversation. He don't deserve to be on this list. He doesn't, you know what I'm saying? Um, but you play for a terrible Spurs team. You had 22 points per game. Now there's Vic. Now Jeremy Sohan is in his second year. They just committed to Devin Vassell. Where does he fall in line? And the, the Spurs are so proactive 
that I also think that he could be a guy that's not on his team um, the same way that he got rid of DeJounte, right. where they had DeJounte looking like this, and they gave him money, and then they traded him. The same thing with Keldon Johnson, where they looking like, okay, we got Vassell as our wing guy. We got Sohan and, and, and Vic. Um, let's get progressive and, you know, move on from it. Because a team, you know, the Pacers would probably buy that Keldon Johnson or something yeah. like that. I, I don't know. Some young team. The Cavs or some shit. Who yeah. knows? Right, next one. We get to the NBA season. This is just a, a straight-on prediction. There's no method to this. Who's going to be the first person to drop 50 this year? And I got this question from the, the people at No Dunks. Can't uh, wait to see who y'all got, man. I got my guy. I've been also uh, saving to drop the mic for this oh. moment, too. Because my question was this. I want the chat to predict. Oh. But not only do they have to predict, predict who, but they have to predict the amount they're going to drop, too. So don't just be like, it's Kevin Rand 50. Y'all need Kevin Rand 57 or something like that. Mm. But I'm going to be looking at the comments. We'll come back to it whenever the time comes. First person that gets it right, they're going to want a gift card. Oh, that's coming from Mike's pockets. Wow. Because I ain't definitely for the algorithm. <laughs> for the algorithm. Okay. That's the first. Okay. Yeah, who y'all got? Uh, number one for me was Joel Embiid. Um, just feel like he's when you when you are Joel Embiid and you're like that guy, it's just it's hard to go against him. Also had Luca. Like these are like high usage guys who are gonna just like have the number one reigns that are offense. And uh, also a dark horse was Anthony Davis. Um, maybe we see AD come out here, has some chip on his shoulder. He's talking about how he's ready to take the reins on LeBron. I would love and it. Like <laughs> yeah. maybe AD give us a game where he look like he Pelicans AD all of a sudden and give okay. us a fifty point triple double or some shit like that. Okay, D Mills. I like that. I like that group. I like that group. Um, I went not a dark horse because this guy has had fifty point games before, but I knew Luca was gonna get mentioned. Don't say my guy, KB. I'm a. <laughs> Is it a guard? Say the name. Trey Young. Trey Young. <laughs> That's no KB. Stop playing with Trey. He finna come out and get y'all 50 in the first week for disrespecting them all summer. In the first week. I'm with you, KB. That's my, that's my pick, too. I wrote one name. That's I, my I only wrote one name. Yeah, one Trey name Young, man. Did y'all see they, they um during the training camp, they did one of those things. They're like, kindergartners do. I'm, my name is blank. I'm this year's old. When I grow up, I want to do this and do this, do this. Trey Young one said, um, hold on. Oh, I can find it real quick. But at the bottom of it, it said, I'm trying to win a championship or something. And I felt so bad. You know, I win no goddamn championship in Atlanta this season. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that's just high hopes for Trey Young. Yeah. And if he has that mindset that I'm here to win a championship this year, then maybe he's going out and dropping a 50-piece early. Mm-hmm. I, I also went with a guy that I know the value of three-point shots are going to be high, mm-hmm. and I know he can get hot real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's why I went trick or Trey. Yeah, I went with another dude that could shoot. Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> I had, you know his friend? I thought about Donovan Mitchell, but then I looked at his schedule and I was like, damn. The Cavs have a tough schedule. If to he start. hit, bro, if and he, I, if like he come who? out and uh, hit a couple threes I mean, in the game, he not going to miss, bro. He just one of the He's players. He's a guy I wouldn't even care about the schedule. He he Donovan Mitchell is Well, just, he dropped 71 on the fifth best defensive team in basketball last year. He, he Yeah. That dude true. is that dude is that that dude is amazing. Like they start off against the Nets, they go against the Thunder. Uh, they go against the Knicks twice. They go against the Pacers. You the said the Warriors. Thunder? Yeah. You What makes you think he can't be? The Thunder are still a very good team. I Last year they were a very good are. defensive team. That's Donovan Mitchell we're talking about. Yeah, I know. But I was just looking at the fact that can they're going against really good teams see? to start the season. And I was like. Where did it start at? You got to go up a little bit. Okay. The Nets. I mean, sure, they got Mikael. He will. He could. He <laughs> As good of a defender as Mikael is, he's Donovan as Mitchell. good of an offense yeah. of, of, of guy. 
then they have to prove that they're elite defensively. We projecting because we're like, man, Ben, Ben is being Ben. Uh, <laughs> but Clarkson and Michaela is still very good. Mm-hmm. The Thunder easily can torch. The Pacers, eat. who on the Pacers is guarding Donovan Mitchell? No Benedict Matherin? Bruce no. Brown? That will probably just be a very high-scoring game right there. <laughs> the, the That's Knicks, a fun game. The Knicks, we can get it. We knocked them out the playoffs in Madison Square Garden. He won, and we played on back-to-back. He, man, I'm, I might have Madison Make sure I'm okay for that game because that may be the game. And we really good defensively. I think those are the ones where he turned up. We knocked him out of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He loves New York. He'll be in the garden. I was going to oh, say the gar- bro, him in the garden, he definitely early. dropping at least 30. You know, Who made our schedule? Why are we playing Donovan Mitchell that early in Madison Square Garden? That got that should have been game 39, not game 5. You know everybody <laughs> want to go crazy in the garden too. Everybody, man. <laughs> everybody. Uh so what's the next one? Oh, oh, oh did y'all give all the y'all ones? Hey, I only had Trey. Yeah. Uh had most Trey. likely to be tough uh, top, uh, the best defense. What team is most likely to be the best defense? <laughs> I, I, we probably all have the same answer. Uh, I had Memphis. Oh, ooh. Oh. Jaron Jackson, Marcus Smart. I think that that that's a nasty dual combination. You already got the perimeter. You got one of the best shot blockers in the league. Mm-hmm. I think they could be one of the best. Only defense. thing I have against them is they fan on that wing. They fan on. I I have no idea unless you're just comfortable night in night out with, like when they play the Suns, who guards who? Uh, yeah, KD. You don't really have a matchup for him. If you play the Celtics, so, who guards who? I guess you put Bane on Tatum, which is oh man, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were right over Bane. I, yeah, I thought you were gonna say Smart on him because I mean, boy, go contest like this. <laughs> smart, you know, had, at least uh, Smart can, yeah. He a little pit bull get under you, um, and he knows the ins and outs because he yes, played with them yeah. so so long. Uh, if they play, if they play the Chicago Bulls, what's the matchup? Marcus Martin, DeRozan, Bain on the Levine, bro. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. this wing, this who's guarding Kobe wing? White then? Oh, come on! <laughs> Co- it's Kobe. It's so Kobe far, so far, based on all the reports from training camp, he is the leader for the starting point guard job right now. Oh wow! Okay, so uh, I don't know how that makes me feel. <laughs> Where's Caruso? Oh, could probably come up. Caruso's one of those dudes that give you great bite-sized minutes. He's give you twenty-four minutes a game. He's gonna be elite in those twenty-four. I don't two K. Yeah, yeah, K. Bro, <laughs> I played against Pierre, and he ripped K. Cunningham like three back-to-back possessions. Yes, bro. I'm like, bro, what the hell is happening? I do that. Yeah, he, he might be leading the league in steals. Pe- people be getting yeah. pissed off. He had a game last when we did it last time in the league where he had like nine steals. It's yeah. crazy. Caruso bro. is OC on that damn game. That right stick ripper is OP. For Only problem like is they don't make him good though. Like after his first year, he starts to regress. And then his badges start going away. He got one job and one job only to pressure whoever bringing the ball. <laughs> he probably averaged two. Does points he have ninety four feet gold or like Hall of Fame? Uh nah, 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 nah. He probably got it. He, it, it could be gold. Nah, nobody has that Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. There is not a lot of yeah. Hall of Fame badges in the standard two K roster. It's not. Um, that's Best defense though. OP. Marcus Moore has workhorse, workhorse gold. Hall of Fame. Yeah, Hall of yeah. Fame. That makes sense um, to me. That feels on brand. I got the Celtics best defense. Yeah, no flaw. Przingis can rim protect the wings with Tatum and Brown, Derek White, Andrew Holiday. Oh man, and oh, Al Horford if he plays in place of Przingis, he's such a smart defender and he can you know play the pick and roll uh, a lot more rangier than Przingis. But yeah, the Celtics. Yeah, I feel like I I had they the were Celtics. three last year too, right? Yeah, yeah. And I had the Cavs who were towards the top, yes. or they might have been number one last season. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. So running it back, um, Evan Mobley obviously was a DPOY candidate. 
it's so weird that they were able to have one of the elite level defenses with that small backcourt, but both mm-hmm. of them have bought in to be good level defenders. So I, I'm going to say playing with Darius Garland. Yeah, name, bro. I had uh, Celtics. Is that yeah. the recipe? We all had Celtics up there. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a be. recipe if you're going to have a miniature guard? You got to have the extra big front court. I think so, yeah. <sighs> you do. I think you, uh, yeah, but also I think you have to have that versatile four. Like it can't just be a big slow footed four. Like you have to have the right personnel. Mm-hmm. So if the if if Mitchell doesn't go back to the Cavs, he said, "Man, I just got to be in New York." And he comes to the Knicks. Julius Randle can't be the four. It'll be tough. I think you you have a because there's now you have two vulnerable spots. I think it works with them because Evan Mobley is such a good rangy switchable defender mm-hmm. that it kind of he can plug in a lot of different places. Oh yeah, I think you're right. I'm just asking questions. Yeah. Um, other teams I had those on my list. Other teams that I uh, I think could be there the Knicks. Who you had talked about that? I still, even with them being the best defense, I agree. Donovan Mitchell could give them fifty any yeah. given day. The Knicks were also on my list too. I uh, also got the Homer pick too. I feel I feel like my Lakers could always be one For of those sure. top defense. I'm surprised teams. you mentioned them early. Honestly, I expected you to bring Lakers first because second half of the season after the deadline, they were the yeah, number one defensive yeah, team I, in basketball. That's, that's what my face. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, they could definitely be number one. If they were number one, I would not be surprised whatsoever. So yeah. Um, what about the offensive side of the ball? Who's most likely to get the number one offense in ball? The Phoenix Suns to me was number one. Mm. Um, it's, it's, when you have Bradley Beal, Katie, and Devin Booker, that's just a lot of offense right there in his own. So it's like it's hard to bet against that. Also had the Mavs. You got Kyrie and Luka Doncic. That's it. Though. A dynamic backcourt. Is you got two people who could go out and get you forty on a night to night basis. And then uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, I thought was a team that could also be a sleeper. Uh, to have the best offense in the league. When you got Chris Middleton, Brooke Lopez, Giannis, Damian Lillard, those th- all four of those guys have proven to be very good offensive players. So I think that's a lot for them. I took a risk. I took a took a different route. The Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, wow. I can see that. The Atlanta Hawks. Trey Young has proven that most he of the time he is, he's a top ten yes. deep, top ten offensive. Yeah. They're gonna have pace. He shoots threes. Um, DeJounte Matcheson with the pace. They got the live threat. And then just put uh, everybody else is just shooters around them. Mm-hmm. And J- even when Jalen Johnson is checking in and A.J. Griffin, like they just fit what they would do. Nobody comes in and interrupts Quinn Snyder as the coach. Like I could just see them just, just doing what they do. Mm-hmm. I went uh, Nicola. I said Nicola. I went with. Yeah, the, go ahead. Because that's went, who it is. I went with Denver Nuggets. <laughs> okay. Just because Nicola Jokic is still the hardest dude you probably got to plan for. And then also he just makes the team better. Yeah. Now give me the Golden State Warriors. Mm. They're always top three. And the times when they're not good is when Steph Curry's on the bench. If things go perfectly, now you have a, a guy in Chris Paul that can run the second unit because they've always been negative. And that's a good one, Curry's Curry's on the because bench. Chris Paul on that bench could elevate the Jonathan Kaminga Moses Moody to mm-hmm. where it ain't so detrimental. Remember last – was that last year? Where, like, the, the starters come out, oh, man – Yep. The Warriors are just yep. <laughs> crumbling, crumbling, crumbling. So, yeah. That's, that's like been that the one. case in every year of Steph Curry's stardom. Because, obviously, early on, he wasn't a star. But, like, um, even with Sean Livingston? Because Sean Livingston was still, like, well, I'm a sorry. good PG. Po- Post-first championship, um, where Steph Curry's off the floor. And it's not, it doesn't fall apart. The recent yeah. years has been falling apart. But, like, they're significantly worse when Steph Curry's been on the bench. Yeah. Um, and this could be the year. I'm hopeful that this is the year where Chris Paul can help them uh, be decent. They know you got to be good when Steph Curry's on the bench. Just don't be awful. Mm-hmm. Be yeah. average. Those early Warriors teams were so – they had so much depth that, like, 
when the starters came out, they would increase their lead with their bench. Sean Livingston, that's, that's da- David West. Most space. Most space. Barbosa was on that team. Like, they Murph. had so much good depth, and it was so good. <laughs> um, the coach most likely to be fired. This was a little interesting. Uh, it was a little tough, but I did go with Jason Kidd. Um, I put Jason Kidd, too. Jason Kidd was on there just because they did just invest a lot of money in Kyrie. Um, so, like, pretty much if this isn't working and it's, like, coming off to a slow start, like, he's the guy that can get off to a slow start. Also, I have Willie Green. I think the Pelicans wow. are in a situation where, like, if that Zion, Brandon Ingram d- duo ain't working and it's, like, coming out to a slow start and, like, they not really looking like a much better team. Because, like, last year they were the number one seed at one point and they were – playing their ass off, if they do have all their personnel and they look like a team that's regressing, then it's like, okay, maybe we need to get a new coach. Interesting. I'll put Billy Donovan. Billy Donovan is my Billy answer, Donovan sir. is my second on my list. Yeah. Who would your first? Um, Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd. I got Billy Donovan. Billy Donovan, I don't Kidd. even feel like it was always just his fault. I feel like it's more so roster construction, but it's just like somebody got to go. If they, yeah, I, don't well. just, I didn't do the Bulls just because – yeah, your reason of roster construction. I didn't really look at that roster and think y'all that. should know basketball way more than this. I know the, the coach, coach always the first, first to go. Yeah. That's coach first somebody first gotta go. Yeah. Somebody. They're gotta saying go. we got we got three all stars. You didn't make it work. Bye. Yeah. And them investing in them and bringing them back because they had plenty of opportunity to move one of these guys. They didn't. They're gone. And Billy Donovan has been here for a while. Yes, Ain't like has. Billy Donovan is his second year. Like, Willie Green is strange to me. It's He has more of an excuse than Billy Donovan. These motherfuckers literally ain't playing. Yeah. And they still was I. Right. Yeah, they they yeah. made it work without their I, superstar. I don't get the Willie Green one at all. Jason Kidd, yeah. I don't get the Willie Green one at all. I think Willie Green is safe for a little minute. Does he have th- a three-year window? No. But I don't think he on a hot seat at all. And if he is, David Griffin and, and, and – uh, um, Trajan Landon, they need to rethink what the, what, what they doing. That'll be bad, bad management for sure. For sure. Where if you because but it, it does happen in the NBA for sure where a coach isn't given a healthy roster and still gets the blame put on it. But I don't think the Pelicans see themselves or most people see themselves as a failure. You know what I'm saying? They're still so young. Yeah, I don't know if there's many Pelicans fans calling for Willie Green. And I feel like the first step in a coach getting fired is the fan base hating the coach. Now let oh. me throw this name out there. How do y'all feel about Chris Finch in Minnesota? I have very high hopes for the Minnesota Timberwolves, so that's me too. Why I didn't even really consider him, um, but I have high hopes for them too. But I'm also remembering of that first 29 games with Cat, mm-hmm. and I'm like, man, if one of these, and I guess their 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 option could not, could be, we'll just try to trade Cat. I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we haven't seen the two tandem of them no, work. No, yeah. yeah. Honestly, because I have Cat for one of my other answers, but I was thinking more so like it could have been growing pains. It's hard to just it make things been, work. Yeah. So I was saying maybe. That's why I don't want to. I don't want to use him as my answer. I'm just throwing his name out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like the front office will probably also entertain trading one of the bigs first before they actually fire him. They would probably want to get him the actual true right personnel versus having him try to. Dangle two bigs. I, I, I feel the them. exact opposite. Because you you put the blame on Chris Finch, you cover up the fact that you traded all that shit for Rudy Gobert. It's like, yeah, I mean, I mean, I think it could work, but we just didn't have the right coach in place. And then you get the Scapegoat. other coach, and then that shit still don't work. Yeah, that's what franchises do. That's what happens. <laughs> your allergies hitting? Yeah, allergies. Anytime the season changed, the allergies just get me like crazy. Player most likely to be traded. 
That's the next one. But the, the caveat is no James Harden, no Buddy Hill, the players that we know are in conversations Mike, to get traded. I think that's what you were saving Cat for? No, no, oh, I didn't. Okay, 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 okay. Um, I had Zach Levine on there. Whoa, buddy. What is that coming from? Because Dropping Dimes said it on Twitter once? No, I just think the Bulls are going to hit that wall. fire. The Bulls are going to hit that wall <laughs> this year, and it's just like, what are we doing? What do you think? How many games did the Bulls win this season? 35. Can we make Damn. a bet? I take the over. Can I Can I do like a seating instead of a wins? No. <laughs> Why not? Okay, what well, What do you think the seating would be there? I, I think they're going to be... I think they're going to be 10. So if they hit 1 through 9, I win. Sure. 200 bucks. 100 bucks. 200 bucks. You know what? Fine. That's what I say. Fine. Come on. What? You can't go 200 bucks? I just opened up my Twitter oh. and said, man, hell no. Nah, he was just bald. They caught him Chris Paul. <laughs> so I, I bet that the Bulls don't go. They don't. So does Mike get the window of 10 through whatever below? 15. Yeah, yeah. So 10 through 15. Okay. I thought he just had 10. No, he no. gets 10 through 15. <laughs> okay. Uh, KB just, I don't know. KB seems. I'm irrationally confident about my team every season. It's part no, of fandom. but. Yours is that, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, we got breaking news. We got breaking news. We got breaking news. It does uh-huh. not revolve around the NBA. The ASPN, Adam Scheffler, has reported that Jonathan Taylor and the Colts reached an agreement on a three-year, $42 million contract extension, including $26.5 million guarantee. That makes him one of the league's highest-paid running backs. That's clears a crazy him amount for that running back. Smalls is, is dancing his ass off. I, I kept asking him for Jonathan Taylor. He didn't want. That's why. That's why I was saying he's playing hardball. I kept asking for him. You want. You want these guys for me. I need Jonathan Taylor. I need him. Now I don't want Joe Burrow. No thanks. <laughs> he's really dangling Joe Burrow. He sucks. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor cannot win him games single handedly. So I'm trying to give him multiple players. I'm off a trade right now. Versus your one because <laughs> I, I I have wide receiver galore. If you need a wide receiver, I got them all. I got them all. Y'all was worried about quarterbacks and shit early. I got all the receivers. Romeo Dobbs. Uh, well, he's got Cooper Cup and um, Puka. And Jonathan Taylor coming back. So he might feel real good and might sit on everything to see how it looks first, not at their back. But who knows? But, yeah, most player likely to be traded. You said Zach Levine. Well, wait, wait, wait. Is if he was the, saying something. Do you want to make a Bulls bet too? No. Oh. I didn't have a Bulls bet. Okay. My uh, argument is uh, this. If the Bulls suck or don't get off till they start, is it DeRozan or Levine? I when they would so, trade Levine, yeah, because more value. I yeah. feel like they would get. Okay, uh, I don't know, man. Okay. The way people talk about Zach Levine in the inner circle of the NBA, because of the money that he signed, they don't see him as an asset anymore. Even though he's a damn good basketball player, it's like, damn, are we gonna pay Zach Levine forty eight million dollars? Mm-hmm. Zach Levine is damn near straddling underrated. Just me, and I could be biased, but it is what it is. Yeah, and you isn't put, this the last year of Demar's deal? Yes. So yeah, he's eligible for an extension as of right you now. You trade DeMar, you trade Zach, Let then, him walk. yeah, or you try to trade him at least. You try to get something for him. Some, but it, it is a lot of money for a team to have to match it. So and he's such an interesting piece to have to throw into your team in the yeah. middle of the season. You know what's gonna happen? Talk Here's my big brain, big big brain prediction: the Chicago Bulls end up doing Zach Levine with the Sixers. Mm. Yeah, mm. um, the Bulls. End up being mediocre, as we all assume they're going to be this season. Zach Levine with the Knicks. 
<laughs> RJ Baird on the Bulls. They used <laughs> <laughs> they used their first round pick and draft a kid out of USC who's cleared to play basketball again mm-hmm. in Bronny James. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which means LeBron is that LeBron to comes, com- comes to Chicago for the last couple years of his career, and we're back relevant. Well, LeBron is never gonna walk in the shadow of Michael Jordan. He he was very close. Can't shoot yeah. no movies in in Chicago in this zero hate, degree weather that's coming. I hate up. hearing the fact that that shit was on the table. That's the one movie. What'd you say? I hate the fact that that was on the table. What's on the table? That LeBron Wade and wanted to come here, but the front office just couldn't. Don't make it look, happen. don't don't believe <laughs> in this hindsight speculation. Shit, I believe man. it. It was it was from KC, and KC ain't told a lie since '96. I what was that lie? I wasn't there for. I was oh. a baby. I just think that shit always, you know, LeBron does that a lot. A lot of players do that. Like, man, I ain't go to college, but if I did, I was going to go to Duke. I Dwayne yeah, Wade think, yeah, has Dwayne been doing Wade a lot says, of BSing too, though. Yeah, Dwayne Wade did say it was supposed to be Chicago. Well, yeah. But Dwayne Wade also told, he told multiple people that they were the reason that they linked up. He told KG, yeah, man, y- y'all going, what y'all did with the Celtics, that's the reason why we felt like we should have to go do that. And then he said the same thing to somebody else. Like who was the real catalyst? Or oh, you just yeah, talking? Said that to Pagasol with the Lakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It yeah. was because Kobe yeah. got you. Kobe had got that fifth. I told Brown, "What we gonna do about that? Yeah. We gonna let him win them all?" So they were just out here scared of the, <laughs> scared of the league. Yeah, <laughs> just BS. What are you talking so about? So that's what I, that's what I always say. Like when those post stories, you know, they doing all that talking. He he would just be doing just that talking. Yeah, talking. Mm-hmm. Man, you know this podcast. We almost had Kyron right here. <laughs> this is a good conversation. This is a conversation. You know what I'm saying? We almost called ourselves the Illmatic Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like just, just, just talking. Some of the trade candidates I have. Um, I had Jeremy Grant. Mm, okay. Jeremy Grant was a guy. I think a contender team would take that contract for mm-hmm. real. Player most likely to be traded. I had another one. This is very generic, but I had somebody on the Pelicans. Because it just feels like, <laughs> just literally, I feel like they're, they're, they're going to make a trade. They're going to make a trade. Trey Murphy, I feel like he's coming up. They also got, I think, <laughs> they really love Dyson Daniels. They got a lot of young players that just going to deserve minutes. And then Summer's going to be the odd man out. Um, That's such a funny net you just cast. Yeah, they're going to trade somebody, man. Every team trades somebody. <laughs> Last deadline, there was only two teams that did not make a trade. It was the Bulls and the Miami Heat. <laughs> Those are the only two teams that did not make a trade. He went to the finals. What the other team do? Almost prevented the Heat from going to the finals. <laughs> and the Heat didn't make no trades, but they was active in the buyout. That's how they got Kevin Love. Say what you think, because the motherfuckers is actually saying that. Y'all could have like, oh, y'all could have changed history. Yeah. Y'all could have changed a lot they of things went if y'all just pulled that game out. Yeah, yeah. they took a Max helmet off. But Max, Max Truth said, hell no. <laughs> we would have been in the finals this year. No. What you mean? Yeah, it no. the and we went to the finals. So uh, y'all, so y'all would have had the same moments basically Jimmy had against the yeah, Bucks. It been DeMar DeRozan. Yeah. Well, who? It DeMar DeRozan Jimmy like the same player. I seen last time I seen Drew Holiday on DeMar. That shit was not pretty. <laughs> <laughs> tough series, tough series. Uh, mine was a lesser player, just because the Orlando Magic have so many guards that when I was on the six man show, they were asking like, "Who's the odd man now?" And I don't know the answer to it. Maybe it's Cole Anthony. There was a little bit of smoke around Coenley like two weeks ago, yeah, but I don't think that was from a, a li- reliable source. But it makes sense if you have Jalen Suggs, Markel Fultz, Anthony Black. These are all players that you want to play the guard position. It's like, man, somebody got to move, and he's up for an extension. Like, do you want to pay money for 
Cole Anthony, when you have Anthony Black sitting on the bench, it may be ready to do some stuff. So, um, or let me do what Mike did. Somebody on Orlando Magic. I agree. <laughs> Kelder Johnson, Terry Rozier, Gary Trent. Terry Rozier, I like it. I like Terry Rozier as a candidate. I like Team that. most likely to get a way over the uh, way over Vegas win totals. Uh, I wrote that one and was like, "Damn, it's hard." When I was looking at Vegas totals, yeah, I, uh, I had put two teams down. I got um, three. Damn, I had the Houston Rockets. If they have a really good season, they can. I think they could beat thirty-one and a half. Is what I think they was at. I think they can get around like thirty-seven, thirty-eight, just because they added, you know more veteran-type players. Mm-hmm. And I also had the Pacers. They were at 38.5. Yeah. I'm also thinking, like, they could be a 40-win-plus team. Okay, so when 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 I say way, o- way over Way over like is th- hard. Maybe two, three. Yeah, yeah. way yeah. over is hard. That's I how said, I feel like it, too. When I said, when I looked at way over, I was thinking this team, I could I could see a world where they're eight or ten-plus wins higher. Because um, with the Pacers, I consider them as a team that could be higher just because they do play Detroit. They played Charlotte four times. Mm-hmm. They played the Bulls. Like they have some teams that they could beat up on in the East that are pretty bad. So if you could be, beat the Charlotte four times, they probably can win that series. That's four more wins. You can take care of the easy ones. Yeah, you, if you take care of the easy ones, I think they're a team that can really beat up on the easy teams. That's what the Bulls did that one year with Lonzo. Yeah. We beat all the bad teams, lost to all the good teams. Yep, go a long way. Yeah, get you very good, very high in the seedings. For real. Um, another team was the Clippers. They were at forty five and a half. Mm. I could see a world where the Clippers are really good and they're like a fifty plus one team. Uh, Minnesota was also at 44 and a half. I, like I think Minnesota, Minnesota is a team that Anthony Edwards is now looking like he's hitting stardom. Um, Cat. I think that team just have a, has a lot going on where I think they could really get over that 44 and a half wins. And they could be a 55 win team in the West. Shit. 55? 55? That's like number that's two. Like one C, two C. That's like one, two, one C, two C. They, they have so much to show me because this man literally was saying he don't have his superpowers when them two dudes was playing. <laughs> and because Cat only played 29 games, it's easy to forget about that and just think of the Timberwolves as what they were, you know, after those 29 games. Now Cat is healthy. Now Cat got a point to prove. Cat has heard the chatter. Cat is going to want to reinsert himself and show how valuable he is to the Timberwolves or if not, trade me, whatever. They got some things to figure out there. So they're playing their preseason game right now. And Anthony Edwards playing his first game. He got eight points, three assists right now in the first 12 minutes. He going to do him. <laughs> yeah. If don't nothing get done, he going he gonna to do him. I had the Pistons. Detroit Pistons, man. I think they had them at like 28 games. I think the Pistons can get way more than 28. Do I think they're going to necessarily be a playoff team? Yeah, they may. They may can, uh, make their fan base have some false hope. 28. Like 34. Yeah, maybe 34, 35. 28, that seemed a little low. My team was um, your L.A. Lakers, 47 and a half. I think they could be a 50-plus win team. It's just about staying healthy Um, and Anthony Davis playing. If Anthony Davis played the same way he did last year but does it the entire season, which, again, is hard to ask because it's been a few years. Yeah, and the defense is going to still be elite because there's no reason to think that they're going to regress defensively. They should be able to string together a lot of wins because, again, after the trade deadline last year, they were the number one team in the, in the league. So 47 feels like it's kind of low considering can't where wait. their ceiling could be a lot higher than that. And I hate saying it. I can't wait to but, tweet about Austin Reeves every night again. Yeah. Every other night. Yeah. I can't wait to not tweet about Austin Reeves. <laughs> you know. Did you see his interview with um Zach Lowe? Maybe, I'm sure you mm-hmm. haven't. He did an interview with Zach Lowe maybe a week or two ago. Um, and Zach Lowe asked him, like, the very first question was like, we are thinking about the San Antonio Spurs as a place to go. 
because everybody assumed that the Spurs with all the money was going to throw a big-ass bag at Austin Reeves. They did not do that. And he was like, I won't lie to you. I thought about playing with the big fella. You know, I was like, oh, at least he's being honest. Somebody like, you know, my heart was always in L.A. no matter what. But he did express that no matter what amount of money the Spurs would have done, Rob Palenka had guaranteed that he, they were going to match it regardless. So you, mm-hmm. there was no, like, whatever. Yeah, I don't mind the honesty there. Yeah. I really don't. Because that would have been fun. I mean, the Spurs can be fun this year, but, like, Austin Reeves would have elevated that fun. Yeah. His little old ass. Old young player. You know who also is a very old young player? Who? Davion Mitchell, bro. Yeah. He, he, Him and De'Aaron Fox are, like, a month apart in age. <laughs> 25 years old. And I know we knew that when he got drafted, he's one of the oldest players. But, damn, looking at it again, it's like – because there's another question about something else, and I was thinking about him maybe. Like, never mind. <laughs> but he did come – he did get a full arm and leg sleeve. Uh-oh. You know, that's oh, extra yeah, yeah, superpowers. I remember, that. I remember that. So, we'll see. Next superstar to be traded. Mm. How did y'all interpret superstar? That was my thing. I I – I, I feel like the team's best player. I basically. took better okay. than I, t- I took. Yeah, a top player. On you could be two superstars, yeah. but usually it's like the face of the like, face of the uh, franchise type dude. Because genuinely, there's probably like what seven superstars. Yeah. In the my guy is not necessarily a superstar, no. but he's one of the best players on this team. Agree, yeah, Brandon okay. Ingram. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can see that. I went with legit superstar Joel Embiid. Um, I can see the Sixers somehow. Fit- Feeling like this is just not going to work if James Harden wants out. I think it's going to take such long yeah. for that to happen that it, I just don't think it would. You be think easy. it would be another big name traded before Joel? I could because yeah, yeah. if Joel gets traded, it won't be this year. Yeah, it's be like not off gonna, season. Yeah, it's not going to be this year. I feel like mine's the same way, but Trey Young. I feel Trae like Young he's my number two. Wow. I feel like Trey Young is going to be one of them dudes that's going to be on the like. He's, it's gonna be like poor. It's like Trey Young is being like we're interested in seeing what pe- what packages are available for Trey Young. What's, if they what, don't start off with the way they want to, what do you assume Trey Young's value is? Because anytime I see a Trey Young mock trade, I'm like, that's all they get in for Trey Young, and most of the times from Bleach Report, and like it's like two different writers, so maybe that's just what their perception of his value is. But like, oh my god, fumble. Um, the one one of the trades was like Zach Levine and a first round pick for Trey Young. Oh, I'm like, no. that's what his value is at? No way, right? Mm-mm. Okay. Because yeah. I was interested. Because I don't think Atlanta, <laughs> Atlanta's not making the trade. They're not going to trade him for just a bag of bones. They're going to get their value back. Or they're they just going to keep him. him. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But DeJounte Murray and Zach Levine grew up together. They cool. They want to play together. <laughs> it seemed like they were tra- I would be more. I would think that they would be more prone to trading DeJounte before they just trade Trey. Yeah, I can see that. Um, my guy is, is one of the Clippers. Both of them are eligible for an extension right now. They're already and in been talks s- with Paul George. Oh, they are. Yeah. Okay, so maybe I over. I was about to say they. Ha- I haven't heard any chatter about it, but you said there is yeah. chatter. Okay. Well, never mind. Then the other one, Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> there's no chatter around Kawhi. Uh, I just. I don't know, man. I just look at the Clippers, and I'm not excited for every single year since they traded for Paul George and acquired Kawhi Leonard. I've been ecstatic to watch Clippers ball because that's such, like on paper that team looks so nice. They got the role players, Robert Covington, and boom, boom, boom. Now Robert Covington just talk about play 15 minutes per game. He's no longer a good NBA player. It's like my excitement for Clippers ball is at an all-time low under this regime, and it's disappointing because they're still really good. Yeah. My, but I just my can't excitement get excited for the Clippers about this season is like I get to watch Russell Westbrook not on True. my team. Oh. Play with, <laughs> but it's just more I feel like this team was just better fit for him in the, in the, like in the first place, and I feel like he gets to just get his mojo back. I feel like that's a good point. But, yeah. They, I, we should do, before the season starts, take a book out of, like, the Deep Threes thing and do, like, a tier ranking thing. Collectively rank the watchability of every team 
Oh, yeah, um, I think be... that would be fun to kind because of, yeah, you just mentioned that I was saying I wasn't excited for Clippers, but you bring up Russell Westbrook, I'm like oh maybe I am a little bit excited about the Clippers. I think any team Russell Westbrook is on it makes and watching that team a little bit more enjoyable for better or for worse. Because with the Lakers, yeah. it even was comedy. Yeah. Even when it was for worse, it was for the better in terms of entertainment. For sure, right, right, right. Because at the end of the day, this is all entertainment league. You know what I'm saying? And they got that. All right, uh, the next one is the next team to blow it up. Is, it, is there only one answer? I had the Bulls. Okay, I had the Bulls. Okay, great. We could get we could zip past that because I was looking at <laughs> rosters like this is a good place in the NBA where there is no uh, well, teams the other than the Bulls. The Raptors. All oh, the Raptors. Had, Raptors were number two on my list. Okay, yes. that's a good one. Same. That's a good one. Yeah, Siakam, OG, get something back for that, and then you just go into a full rebuild. Like Scotty had the keys. Yeah, I literally had both of those. Okay, teams. but if we're saying that like twenty-eight different teams are like going in a decentish direction, I think yeah. us fans are pretty happy about that. All right, the next one is players most likely to be loved by advanced statistics. I got so many people. For, this. Uh, for me, I had Shingun. Um, I think Shingun's offensive ability, he can make that offense. He can be like a true engine to that offense. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at his IQ, passing ability, his ability to be a bruiser down low, uh, I just think he adds so a different element to that team, especially with them now having a full roster. I just think his advanced stats on the offensive side will be very good. I like that. I like that. I kind of looked at it like – Defensive oriented because that's just always my mind goes. But when it comes to, I have a defensive guy on here too. My guy's Jaden McDaniels. Okay, I think that he already was decent on the advanced statistics, but I think this is a year where another year under his belt, he's more familiar with the NBA. I mean, last year he was clamping up some really really good players, and I think that if he can stay consistent with his three point shot, which we've seen it jump around throughout his small NBA career, if he can still be a plus three point shooter and provide the defense that he has, he's a guy that you're gonna look at and be like, damn. His defensive plus minus is crazy. You know, like, he's one of those type of dudes. I put Dante DiVincenzo with that, like, mm-hmm. defensive mighty dude does it all. And it's just like, especially with the Knicks, where I feel like he fits that grit and grind, his stats going to look nice. I you can't it. say grit and grind and Knicks in the Saints. So. Yeah. Well, with that. Grind it out. Yeah, grind <laughs> it out. Um, gritty. Gritty. Christian Braun, for me. Mm-hmm. Just doesn't make too many mistakes, and not only that, he's always going to be on the floor with high-level players, aka Jokic. So yeah. that's going <laughs> to that's going to boost him up significantly. Right. Um, and I just don't. I just think he don't make that many mistakes. Also, have the Anthony Melton. I think the Anthony Melton on the Sixers um, is just a well-rounded guy who can play, you know, off of people, defend really well. That's always going to project really nice. Um, I got DeLon Wright as a backup. I have DeLon Wright on mine okay. as well. <laughs> DeLon, DeLon Wright's events that's last year was really nice. When and he played, he they were decent. That many minutes. Yeah, exactly. Small sample size. And then his badge is in 2K real good. They are. For <laughs> um, me, Derek White, too. I got Derek, Derek White. White. Yep. Uh, Chet. I think Chet will be a guy that next mm-hmm. year. I know we don't have advanced stats to go off of because he didn't play his rookie year. Um, but I think defensively, I think his stats will be very good, and, and especially when you look at the fact that he's going to be anchoring that defense, I think he can come in and be a very good rebounder for them. So I think Chet's defensive impact for that team will be very good. My last name, I want to throw a big in. I got Clint Capella. I think Clint Capella. You know what I mean? Just I another catch, d- dunk, block. Random dude, Trey Lyle. I just feel like he just does a lot of things right on the court. To Trey Lyles, man, because he had, because his ass so iffy defensively, that's why I was also there. zero badges on two K. Didn't zero draft him badges, the other day bro. because he has zero badges. I would have loved to draft the real like what you think of him in real life. I would love to have him on my team, but zero badges. Come on, now. but you know who I drafted instead? Sasha, Vich, Sasha, Vich. who got all these badges, ain't played one game. Yet. Yeah, but his jump shot is smooth too. He get real PT for me, even though he's not one of the worst overalls on the team. We, uh, hey, we talked about perimeter defense and all that. 
Loved when he was on the floor. <laughs> loved when he was on the floor. By the time he got on the floor, it was already loved a 20 it. plus point Who's game. Who's he guarding? Come set the screen for Darius Garland. <laughs> yeah. It was tough. Bro, I had Gallinari out there. I swear he would balance his. He will be. He'll get in his stance. They'll be driving to the rim. He gonna balance his checkbook. <laughs> See who called him there when he was out for lunch, oh, and then man, he gonna start trying. <laughs> Faster than gossip. Quicker than gossip. The next one is which non-starter is going to have fans saying they deserve to start? I put Amon Thompson. Me too. Wow. Me too. I like that. Me I too, like that. Mike. Okay, like we're on the same. We don't want a core. Me too. I put in Yeka Okongwu. So that kind of goes against your Clint Capella thing from the last yeah. one. But uh, in that set, you remember that same thing I mentioned, I referenced with Trey Young having, like, want to win a championship. Clint Capella said, what are you looking forward to the most this season? He's saying playing. And a lot of fans are like, damn, they got him behind Clint Capella so long that he just he just worried about his PT. Oh, Okongwu said that? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> but I think we all agree that Okongwu's ceiling is really high. But we're just like, can we get it together? Can we put it together? Yeah. I had mm-hmm. uh, a, a Hawk player I had on this list, too, was Jalen Johnson. I could see them doing, like, um, Trey, DeJounte, Sadiq, Hunter, Clint, and fans just being, like, just loving Jalen Johnson because, you know, he's athletic, mm-hmm. uh, rangy, defensively. And then the last name I had was uh, Josh Green, if he don't start for the Mavericks. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so another team, I, do we know what the starting lineup is for the Spurs? No. no. I don't know. I they, can, we can project it. It's rumored Jones. that they want to use Wimby at the four, which is means that, that Zach Collins, Collins will probably be at the five. Because I was going to say Jeremy's, so Jeremy's so in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think that'll last long because I believe Jeremy's going to play himself into the starting lineup. Facts. And they got that connection already. He got Wimby to dye his hair. Yeah, yeah that know. was when he did that. I'm like, oh, damn. Yeah. And he's anti Lakers. So we rock with him. Yeah, he's just that guy that you need. He's yeah. that. Yeah, facts. He's if that, his on court play ever catch up with the Twitter, bro, he's going to be a guy that everybody loves except for Laker Nation. Is he still tweeting regularly? Yes. Oh. Yes. About the Lakers almost exclusively. I remember he it's was kinda, doing it during the playoffs. Insane. I knew he was doing it during the playoffs, but I didn't know it continued. You know, he's still tweeting Lakers. It, it, it's got to the point where it feels like a parody account, but it is, it's him. <laughs> I don't pay that shit no mind. You shouldn't. Because he's playing it to the 2% of Lakers fans that don't got shit to do. So he'll just, he'll just talk. He'll just talk. Um, okay, the next one ends up being um, second-year player that would take the biggest jump. Uh, I had Shaden Sharp and Jeremy Sohan. I had Shaden, I had Jabari, Jabari Smith Jr., and I also had, um, that was just it. I had Jalen Duran. I had Jaden Ivey. Mm, so we all across the board on this. Yeah. We all have some dudes. Jaden Ivey, the reason I put him is because I feel like he was robbed of what his rookie season could have been because he starts to be overtaxed as a primary ball handler. And that's not what they drafted him for. They drafted him to play with Cade. And having Cade on the court with him is going to open the game up so much more. If you look at his second half of the season, he was really good. But the problem was he turned the ball over way too much. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming with o. the ball C. being less in ball in OC. Ball in so, OC. Uh, the ball being less in his hands, he's going to be more effective. <laughs> and Why would you ever fucking name yourself that? <laughs> I'm just out of control. Balling ball out of control. Ball ball out of control. Larry, what is I always think of I always think of when uh off the uh, what a time to be alive when Future said I'm ball I'm balling out of control. Oh, okay. Um I'm balling out of control. This class is pretty solid. It's got a lot of variety. Well, it does. Based on Ricky season, it's got a lot of variety too. I got Jalen Duran because coach came out and said the battle for backup is wild. Yeah, and then I just seen that before too. Exactly. So that means Duran is starting like I've always like I was telling you. Um 
and Cade back, Ivy, like the, he, his job is going to be real simple. He starts, he plays with Cade. They obviously have a connection we saw in Team USA scrimmages with the select team. He just, just, just give him minutes, and he's just going to be a double-double machine, which he was last year. He broke, didn't he break like the rookie record or something? He had like all of these double-doubles for rookie. I can't remember if he broke the record, which close to the record or whatever, but yeah, Jalen Duran is very simple. A lot of these other guys need so much to happen. Just dunk and rebound like you've been doing. <laughs> for real. Just just do it more with the more minutes you get. Yeah. I think um, Shane Sharp is going to be a guy that I think can really come in and, like, he's going to be very good next to school. Don't ever disrespect Duran talking about why he's not going to start over him, boy. Well, he did. Oh, you said that? He did. He because literally. he did it last year. Yeah. Because oh. they was, I guess they were trying to figure out who was worth investing and should they keep or what they really had. Yeah, when the they traded team, for Wiseman, Wiseman is here. Start, been turned into the starting lineup. The real team here and the real coach is here. Um, <laughs> what were you going to say about Shane Sharp? You know, that's my boy, too, though. No, I just feel like he's going to be fun to watch in transition with this team. I think this team could be really young and fun, and I think that fits his play style. I'm um, saying. And then, especially with them pushing in transition, being fast, alley oops, dunks. You gonna, And I think he's also a guy that we didn't really see his full package with putting the ball on the floor. He could probably unlock a lot more. I, I think hope there's so. another level to that too. It's still, still, it looked Dame, like they had chemistry already. Yeah, Dame leaves, but Simon's he, he's a pound pounder too. Yeah. So that's what kind of. But I like Sharp because he don't need the ball. Yes. He can catch and shoot. He can catch. He can catch and lob dunks. I think transition. it's okay to have your pound pound guy um, in Anthony Simons because as long as Scoot is Scoot seems like he's a spoon feeder, like he's gonna be facilitating. Pushing the tempo, but he's also going to get his too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they have a good balance there. You got your two guard who going to get his buckets. But you also got your PG in school going to push the tempo and facilitate. So I think that'll work. The next one on our list is random player that will start off hot. Terry Rozier. Mm-hmm. Very. So on what you put Terry Rozier? <laughs> Terry Rozier is on here. Garrett. <laughs> Terry Rozier. <laughs> he, just, he just he's, seems like a random guy who could just come out and just start spazzing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that was all. <laughs> I had Terry OG at my number one, and second I had THT. Oh, I, that's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> the, the Jazz have no guards. Mm. Yeah, I, no, seriously. I went mean, with like, well, the way I went about it is just like, what other better way to start the season for than this player just be turned up? Yeah. I went with Chet. Fresh out the gate, he's already hot. And I also went... New situation, Jordan Poole. He Jordan could come Poole. out and get him a oh, couple thirty point games. I didn't one. do him because I didn't think he was random. That's a good one. I didn't I didn't I didn't really know how to consider if Jordan Poole. I, I, was I can see what you mean, but yeah. that's a good one though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I had that's funny. Tara don't Tara just That's a random name. Tara should just come out, start the year thirty nine. Also, like John Collins. John Collins seems like a random oh, dude. Hell, who come dude. Out You're your own with that. I love John Collins, but like Start off high in what way? What way is he starting off high? Like a little 22, 25 points. He's he's just consistently giving you that for the first five, six games. Oh, and you're like, oh, yeah, John yeah, Collins yeah. doing his thing to start thinking. I, I don't expect that, but if he did, you would be right. You would be right. Mine is really random. I think Max Struess just going to start shooting the skin off the I, ball. I thought about putting Max Struess. <laughs> it's going to go crazy. Because I'm like, if his, what if his debut crazy? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, the next one, one of the – we're almost towards the bottom of this one, fellas. Regular season game you're most looking forward to? Uh, I had two of them. Uh, Memphis versus Boston, uh, the Marcus Smart return. Yep. And uh, Specifically Jazz. in Boston? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jazz versus Hawks. John Collins return to the Hawks. Interesting. I had uh, Hawks Celtics, obviously. Right. And I, I had, didn't want to go into the obvious one. I had 
Uh oh. No, no. Uh-oh. He said you gotta do your job. <laughs> I, no, I ain't want to do the Bucks. He said you gotta lock in. You did, you, did, you did the same shit. You just did wor- worse or gain. Like I don't. I don't care about Marcus Smart and the Grizzlies going to Boston. Are y'all highlighting that? You just gonna get the highlight uh, or the him showing a montage? Yeah. I, yeah, the yeah thank I, you video. I'm and really him going against Brown and Tatum. I thought that would just be fun. Y'all need me. Yeah, that's. <laughs> That's just gonna be so weak. <laughs> you come out, shoot two for seven. This is gonna be so weak. Uh, I got Lakers Nuggets, man. All the AD at the press conference yeah. said, "Yeah, we can't wait." So I'm, I'm ready for that. I'm ready for that. Same. I was one of my two. And they, they better live up to it. It better not be no. Uh, we coming out. You know, we don't take the regular season serious. No, because AD at that post podium talking about some. Yeah, they've been doing a lot of talking. We get it. Y'all won. Because <laughs> if the Lakers won, AD would be talking too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as as you should, come on, man. Yeah, I had Lakers Nuggets outside, put Lakers Suns, KD, KD, Damn, can LeBron we get anything matchup. not related to your team? We've been talking about the Bulls all day. I'm a Max Christie. I'm, I'm messing with player. you. <laughs> I didn't say that. You see that picture? They talk about the young core, the Lakers, and it's Rui Hachimura, Austin Reeves, and, and Max, Max Christie. Christie. I saw that. Bro, you know what Rui's I seen this one that 30 baby, man. What's the? I seen this picture, right? It was the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies had the like, roster picture. I think it, it might have been like five or six players. Yeah. It was John Moran sitting down. Derrick Rose sitting down, and it had, like, Desmond Bain. Marcus Smart. You, yeah, you seen the picture? picture yeah. And somebody was like, says some smart re- remark about, like, Derrick Rose sitting in that seat. Like, he don't belong on the team. Like, or some, something like that. Like, it would have been better if Jaren's sitting there or Marcus Smart. It's like, bro, they're going from height. <laughs> they're going from height, bro. It's like, bro, that I, I just don't be getting it, though. Derrick Rose said he not hit a babysit. I'm here to push you. I'm not yeah. here to babysit. I like that. My therapist says she was there to push us too yesterday. That's good. <laughs> my my game was the Suns at Warriors. No real reason other than I just want to see Chris Paul. And it's got the double connection because Kevin Durant with the Warriors. I just think it could be kind of cool. Aiden versus the Suns will be fun too. True. He he might try to get Jokic. I mean Jokic. Nurkic to work. He can't horn Jokic. Aiden give him the work too. What if that Nur- was four what years if, ago? <laughs> what if what if Nurkic lock him up? <laughs> <laughs> Nurkic lock him up, boy. That'd be crazy. Especially if it's in Portland, <laughs> that would be even crazy. Do, does Nurkic get a um, welcome back video? Ah, uh, I don't know. I don't think he get a video. But I feel I like they give it to everybody nowadays. So I think he might it's gonna be him and Dame. Gonna be highlights from that game. We had like five bots, five, 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 five steals, yeah. Because yeah. that's like the game. Yeah, we gave him a pink diamond in two K. What if they show when he got hurt? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, bro. Can we go to the next? <laughs> Most likely to create a viral off court moment. <laughs> this is hard for me. Yeah, I, 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 Car- I just put Carl Anthony Towns. Oh, the voice <laughs> I went with his teammate Anthony Edwards, just okay. a character. I put Kyle Kuzma. I put, I, put, I put Jordan Poole. So we all we all in the same spot. I put Russell Westbrook too. Yeah. And I, oh, like the I fits. Have you think Russell be more like a fit thing or like some personality? Like he. I just feel something. like he's gonna be personality type wise. And then I also put James Harden because he probably still could be in his shenanigans. Yeah. So he, he could do yeah. some just he goofy just off had the court. One. Where he had he was at a party and motherfuckers walking around with a sign saying Dare Moore is a liar. Dare Moore is a liar. <laughs> what? Yeah. That was real. Yeah. 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 It was real. Yeah. That, that that was so crazy because like, why would he do that at a party? I gotta go with it. Non All Star acquisition that would make the biggest impact. Uh, I had Grant Williams. Um, 
with Dallas. I think him being in a much bigger role, his three and D ability, I think is going to be be able to shine more there. Um, Bruce Brown, I, I think Bruce Brown going to Indiana, and then Grayson Allen. I think Grayson Allen, his um, defensive ability out there in Phoenix, I think will shine a little bit more just because on a night to night basis, he's probably going to guard the best perimeter perimeter offensive player. Mm-hmm. Um, I had Obi Toppin for one, so Pacer teammate. I feel like he just works perfectly with Tyrese Halliburton, and then they just needed the size at that spot, so he's going to have the minutes available. Uh, I also had Dennis Shooter with Toronto. I feel like, I don't know, it's just something new, and I feel like he's been hooping this summer, so he's already just like in his glow already, and he could provide a nice little spark for them. I also had Pro- yeah, he's in his and glow. With Germany, well, he was he was real good with Germany. Just coming off, come yeah. on, man, he just won one one uh won some gold. I had Bruce Brown, I had Max Struess, and Dante DiVincenzo. Sasha Vizenkov is my pick. Because everybody in training camp, when they were asked about him, was saying he is the best shooter we've ever seen. No exaggeration. De'Aaron Fox said that. Kevin Herter said that. The best shooter they ever seen. I'm telling you what they they said. They just got their ass torched by the greatest shooter (laughs) they ever seen. Facts, facts. But even if they believe 1% of that, then he, you know, watch. The the tape is crazy on bro. Because you know what they say. When you good at something, you tell other people. But when you great at something, other people, people tell did. you. Yeah. That is crazy. Steph did. <laughs> you was old as fuck. Steph did just get him 50 in an elimination game. They throwing shots at dude. And we got the greatest shooter. All right. Um, and the last one, under the radar players that you are buying stock in, and I put three. Everybody provides three. three. I put three. I got a rookie on here. Okay. I made Hakez. You saw him do that dunk? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, I did not expect that. Yeah, I did not know he had that in his bag. Um, I taught him that. Since I watched him at Summer League, I've been a firm believer. Firm believer. He's making an impact right out the gate for that Heat team. Who else? Christian um, Braun was a guy for me. Um, Jaden Hardy with Dallas. And Jordan Hawkins with the Magic. I think Jordan Hawkins could really come in there and light that thing up. Jordan Hawkins played for the Pelicans. Pelicans, oh my God, my bad. I, said, I was uh, thinking of Josh Howard. John Jet, Collins. Jed Howard. Jed Howard. Josh Howard played for the Mavericks. <laughs> I put John Collins in a new situation. Um, I'll take some stock in that. Also, Jalen Green. Like I said, I feel like the young players of the Rockets, just, it's just a new diff- Rocket, that's Jalen Green. And I mean, I'm new, like, new team, new Jalen Green. Oh. Well, new teammates, new Jalen Green. And also, I put Kuzma. I know Jordan Poole got there, and it's like he gonna take the shot. I feel like Kuzma gonna get his still regardless. Yeah. What? And now it ain't no more Bradley Bill or Kristaps. It's just Jordan that's, Poole. That's Kyle Kuzma. Team. I'm saying, yeah, I'm taking my twenty shots until bro. further notice. That's his. Team. I'm taking my twenty until shots until Bilal Koulibaly do his thing. In six years. Um, I've said it all off season. Nikhil Alexander Walker buying stock in Nikhil Alexander Walker heavily. Oh uh, yeah. Um. Still not gonna be Shea, obviously. But uh, <laughs> uh the next guy was Peyton Watson. Okay. Only based off secondhand stories. Everybody that has played a pickup run with Peyton Watson say that he is one of them ones. He just needs the opportunity. So I'm just gonna go with what they saying. They also said the same shit about Cam Reddish. So True. who knows? Um Peyton uh, Watson wasn't a top ten pick. And my last one, um, I still I still got love for Landry Shamit. Okay. He's going to get traded That's, again this season. That just got a lot of silence right there. <laughs> Corey Kispert. Yes, yes, yes. Bye, 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 bye. Christian Braun. Bye, 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 bye. Javon Carter. Because I'm, I'm, I'm just not confident in them, them Bulls guards. 
I think he gives them a little bit of what they want at that position with defense, shooting, playing off of Zach and DeMar. Um, Kobe White and the other guys, they lean too much on other things. Kobe White is so much offense. Uh, you say Caruso is spurts. I, I, I don't know Caruso why. Caruso so much defense. I got that that vibe, too, where it's like, why they just what, – what's so what, – holding them back from just saying, you're our starting guard. So I, I felt like something was there. This is going to sound crazy. He, <laughs> but in the context of this conversation, he is the guard version of Giannis. Who? Alex Caruso. Okay. In a sense that – his he goes so hard all the time that he burns himself out fast. You know how I remember Giannis? Yeah. Well, I guess not now Giannis, but Giannis used to be like, here's 30 minutes a game, and that's it. Because he's playing so damn hard that he can't play a 37-minute game. Russell Westbrook. That's what Caruso is defensively. And because of that, he don't play 30 minutes. Okay. That's fine. Well, and he I also has the talent of Giannis. I've he got just to be doing yeah. No, no. <laughs> Second fight, I don't agree with the A. 25 minutes from Caruso, I know that's going to be elite. It's You're going to win yeah. those 25 minutes. That's the impact defensively, at least. Yeah. Telling, he was on my team. I know. Yeah. Him who, was right Car- who was that right there? Him you know who that is? I was on Which him before one? he was a uh, man. I don't know either one of them. Right there, right there. Y'all know who that is? No. Uh, yeah. Oh. The, yeah, that's Tommy. No. That's dude from uh, no, that's not. Seinfeld. That's Tommy? No, it's not. Wait, what was you about to say, though? Never mind. That's Hami? <laughs> Wait, he looks like him a little bit. Hami Hakas? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I wish the people at home could Bro. see what we watch. No, no, I don't know his name, but that's you talking about the dude. The, that is guy from Seinfeld. Yeah, correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. George Costanza is not crazy, Jaime Hawkins. I didn't know who so he was crazy. talking about. I thought he said Hami. Because even the dude with the flow, because that's who I'm assuming. Yeah. He was 45 years old. That's who I was talking about, the dude with the flow. But he still doesn't even look <laughs> like Hami George Costanza. That made me feel a little bit better. Oh, man. Knowing that you didn't think that George Costanza was Hami Hawkins. You thought the other dude was. I don't remember. Who, the other dude was familiar too, but I can't. Put my look like Russell Brand or something. But I thought Russell Brand was in trouble. He his real name is Jason Alexander, by the way. He's George Costanza. <laughs> Some people play a role. So Just like George Costanza, Stephen Colbert is Michael Scott. Oh yeah, yeah Michael, Michael Scott for sure. Yeah, those are the last superlatives. Unless um, y'all had a couple extras to throw. Dude in. from uh, this this field pass with Pat McAfee thing is so cool to me. Yeah, when they on the field. Yeah. yeah. Um. The dude from Entourage, he's Ari Gold. He's he's not he's not. I know y'all probably haven't seen Entourage, but he's Ari Gold. <sighs> yeah. Anyways, how y'all feeling, man? <laughs> I'm good. I'm I got good. I got to go to this thing after this with my girl. I don't know. So her her dad does a lot of like cooking stuff or whatever, like grilling, and they have like one of those outings. Grill off. It's not a grill off, <laughs> but but it's just like one of them outings where everybody like a bunch of vendors come out and they're selling their food type stuff. So I like the taste of Chicago. We're Something going to like the pumpkin that. bash today. Nice. That's a vibe. Yeah. It's a little cold out there. The the little. one that's around here or y'all going to the far one? Yeah, far one. Wow. Mm. You yeah. got me? Yeah, I got you. My boy. <laughs> you going to the one we went to? Yeah. Yeah. How far is that? Like An I, hour. That was, that was far. Damn. It was worth it, but that was far. You were supposed to ask you go. We're going to go to the one that's close first. I think y'all would like that one, though. Y'all get to go down. Y'all can ride the camels. Y'all can we have a whole a daughter too. She would probably love to do that too. Okay, what, could she ride camels at they eighteen have, months? They have ponies. She didn't like the pony as much as I thought she would. We oh. took her on a pony ride a couple like a month or so ago. She didn't like it. She's she not that she scared. didn't like it. It wasn't as fun for her. Like she did it for like two minutes. She's like, okay, 
I'm oh. over it, kind of. She was more worried about, like, there's other animals. There's a pig. There's a chicken. She just wanted to, like, look oh. at animals. Yeah, they have a lot of stuff there for kids, too. Like, they have, like, the tire thing. Well, this place, Close, also does pony rides on weekends. Oh, for real? Yeah, so I oh. think we're going to go to that one, too. Um, But it's that season. You, yeah, it's that season. Too. I think I know which one you're talking about. Suzanne and Angie was talking about potentially wanting to go there, too. Right. Me and Derek had went some years ago, man. Hilarious thing ever. We go. We pick apples. And I, I forget what happened, but we 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 picked them apples for no reason. We <laughs> ended up just leaving them. <laughs> what happened? Was, there, was oh, it, it was the line too long? No, oh, the line, line was too long. long. Line was too long. We yeah. went. I'm talking about. I'm with my girl, really inspecting these apples. Oh yeah, this one looks so crisp. And yeah. let's get two of these. And like you're literally apple picking, but you examining, making sure you get and the they right got the ones. Different, they got all different type of all different ones. Yeah. Uh, uh, Granny Smith apple. Cr- the yeah, I think the, you apple the, crisp. Yeah. Um, it was so many different ones that like you, and I don't know what they were, and yeah, and just to just to not, just to not buy them. <laughs> they had the haunted house thing. We walked. Yeah, through. the haunted house thing. Once you first walk in, it ain't that. It ain't act like he ain't want to go first. I'm like, you the biggest one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, them donuts, man. Oh yeah, the apple cider donuts. Hook a brother up, man. You know I got you. Hook Do you up. like the powder ones or you like the glazed ones? Both. Both, okay. both, both, um, I like the glazed ones more than I like the glazed ones, too. the powder ones. But them powder ones are here. I like the good. We went to a restaurant over there too, didn't we? Oh yeah, with the what was it, the Italian beef egg rolls? Yes, yep. yes. Italian beef egg rolls. I've had those before. Those are good. Those sound elite. Those yeah. are elite. They were good. Philly cheesesteak egg rolls, Italian beef egg rolls. Sheesh. Those are na- they, they yeah they are they are nasty, in a good way. You don't have no mic. I can't talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna have a whole conversation with no mic. Um, fantasy football. How y'all fantasy football looking? Um, Not a good week for me. I've already conceded. I know after this week, I've conceded. It's it's interesting because I make a trade and then I have my best week ever, but I still lose. Because you played against one of the best I, teams. In the you league. also had your best week. It's uh, it wasn't my best week. I don't, I don't know if that was my best week. It wasn't. I thought both I had was. a I had a be- I had a week where I outscored. This is like my second time outscoring the entire league. Oh wow. But yeah, I had a hundred, and I didn't have Saquon Barkley, so now this ain't my best week. Oh, I mean, if I had Saquon Barkley when I played you, we would have won by we would have had two hundred points. Saquon is an easy fifteen to a dub that I'm missing, man. Yeah, I had a hundred and forty points. I would outscore everybody convincingly. That's how like, I feel about Nick Chubb. Oh yeah, that's that's unfortunate. Yeah, and you had two injuries, J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Yeah. Dobbins, yeah. But and you know what he could have had. Oh man, DJ Moore. He yeah. could have had DJ, DJ Moore. Moore. <laughs> I, I was offering DJ Moore. Everybody wanted to crack their jokes. You know who I, I'm, I'm most Twitter. pissed about? I dropped Cole Komet. In the last two games, Cole Komet's been really good. And I have Kyle Pitts. So Cole Komet would be my tight end one right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, I dropped him a week early, honestly. It was a, a, a blunder by me. Because oh, who yeah. I picked up for him was 2 2 Atwell, I think. Who's good? But I could have dropped somebody be, else. He's, he might be coming releasable. For week 10, I might have to cut a tight end yeah. to just put in there just because Kelsey won't be, and I don't have a backup tight end. And I was going to try to trade you for Kelsey, but your hesitancy was a blessing in disguise. Why? Wow. I got to see more. I got to make sure this Taylor Swift shit ain't distracting him. He's probably <laughs> one of the reasons you lost. When yes. me and you was playing, yeah. he was supposed to have an outbreak game, and he would have saved you. He had a very, Back, yeah. very like minuscule game, yeah. 
he was lower than what he was hey, projected. He was projected. I'd be you, so happy with nine points on my team, but he was projected to give him thirteen. Last week was like okay. one of my worst weeks, and I still won. Yeah, I can't wait to play against you. Can't wait to give you your first loss. No, oh. can't wait. Like I did in the playoffs. And remember in the playoffs, Didn't we win the championship. Like, y'all, huh? Then we win the championship. Yeah, because Joe Burrow didn't play <laughs> because Demar Hamlin. Hey. I don't know, but on the history right. paper, on the me, history paper, whoever, whoever beat me in the opening week, come on, man, Aaron, my quarterback gave me zero. Are you really going? <laughs> yeah, you technically they did win, but the shit they walk around like, yeah, we them dudes. No, no, no I mean, no. I just found out I won like see because two you, weeks ago because that shit I just ain't, found out it ain't I hit won. on nothing because you know you you ain't really you ain't really win. So you like you, to earn, not not. Yeah, get. we got two undefeated teams left: is Mike and then the Hurts locker. Who was that? Mason. 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 Yeah, those are the last two undefeated teams. 4 0. I tried to trade 2 2 before Cooper Cup came back, but nobody was biting. But P is slowly climbing back up. He's 2 2. 2 Yeah. As in? 2 2 at well. Oh. Right now, he's uh, the 73rd ranked player in the entire league, so he's good. But he's back yeah, to man, be I'm two and two wide receiver with three. Third highest scoring. But again, I should be 3 and 1 because Aaron Rod- all Aaron Rodgers had to do was suit up <laughs> and play a full game. And we was going. But that's fine. I'll, I'll, t- I'll take them. Who was Pookie Nookie? Um, Terrence, right? Because you traded him Puka Nakua. Oh, yep. Antonio Gibson gave me more than what he was supposed to. He has a nice little game. Yeah. My league is telling me to drop 2-2. <laughs> Dang. I, but this week is a, this week is a, a non-starter. I'm not even playing this week, really. Does your play, he has a bye or he's just not playing like he's hurt? You're well, QB. Christian, not Christian. Uh, Cooper Cup is coming back, which pushes him down the depth chart significantly. Because it was Puka Nakua in him. I'm, mm-hmm. We're assuming that Puka Nakua is going to keep getting his reps because he's so good. And Tutu might be the odd man out. I'm talking about your QB. Oh, my QB is Josh Allen. Oh, he's, just, he's got a bye week? No, no. He's there. Oh. Why do, it was saying you averaged like 70 points or you're projected to get like 70-some points this week. Yeah. That's terrible. Well, I, I said Amari Cooper. I play KB next and week. And Kenneth Walker. That's an easy W. All right, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see when I play Mike. I play Kyron after. Oh man, I'm finna go on a little streak. <laughs> when do I play Mike? I, I want you to. I want you to take us unlikely lightly. I play Mike week nine. Okay, bet week nine. Cause I ain't got no bads next week, and I'm about to make a big trade. I hope. By the time I'm about I to play, make a big trade in that league, bro. By the time I play you, Saquon gonna be 100 percent healthy. No, worry about Saquon. Okay. I think Kelsey gonna have a big game against Minnesota. What make you think that? He just he just needs <laughs> yes. I was gonna say, what make you think that? What you read the I little think script? They're, eight, they're 18th ranked in defending tight ends. DJ Moore was supposed to give me 10 points. He got me 45. When shit like that happened for me, I'm just unfuckwittable. My wireless, my offensive weapons, every league that we have, I out I outdo y'all. We did the same shit over here. You got Tyree Hill. We have Raheem Mostert go for 45 when that was supposed to project to, like, 10. No, but I'm saying, like, he, he, how many guys on your team did you have to, like, waiver? Like, how many gems did you get off the waiver wire or the last rounds of the draft? We got, like, I got, like, Romeo Dobbs, Puka. Oh, I see. Puka I see, is, I see. like, a, a undrafted star. We not worried about that. Our start is too good. That's how, That's what makes. That's what makes you an incredible team when you get those. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm looking for. That's why, I like, my starters are real good, but my bench is, like, expend- I have a decent bench, but I'm not attached to nobody. Like, I know I got to get somebody off that waiver wire that's solidified. Yeah, see, you've been lacking. 
You you even, in my opinion, you got Brock Purdy late. I mean, I just literally got it for the bye week. You got Brock Purdy late, man. You're not on top of your shit. I'm just fucking with you. Smalls is offering me a trade. Tell us, because he's been offering a god-awful trades. Michael Thomas, Calvin Eel. Ridley, and the last few Michael weeks. Pittman Jr. for Derrick Henry. So Don't three wide receivers, Don't three one run, run yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have a back. I would lose my star back. Let me see something real quick on your team. So, this is why small. This is what. This is what I like to look at. What's your team name, Derek? The Killers. Yeah, the Killers. What? Why you make that name? We killing shit. Oh, okay. We killing shit. I wasn't aware. So, Michael Thomas, right? Fantasy points this season is 32. You have DeAndre Hopkins, who's been not really good. He has 30. It's not much of a difference there. Calvin Ridley, 40. You have Stephon Diggs at 79. So, I mean, you have uh, Mike Evans, who's questionable, but he got a bye week. He's at 61 points. What makes him think you need three receivers when you have two <laughs> solidified ones? You yeah. can only play at max three receivers. So if you already have Mike Evans healthy, you're starting him. Stephon Diggs, you're starting him. Why would you need all these three and be giving up Derrick Henry? Then you're going to need a running back. <laughs> so that's stupid. You're not even trying to just say, hey, here's two receivers, and then here's a running back to replace the one you're going to yeah. give up. Don't do that trade. Yeah. All his trades have been awful. Awful, bro. Because he's trying to play hardball slash finesse like nobody watches football. <laughs> Why are you trading me Michael Thomas, bro? He offered me Michael Thomas. <clears throat> Michael Thomas will be the lowest scoring receiver on my team. And I have a I have Michael Wilson from the Cardinals. He's a rookie with 42 points. What is Michael Thomas doing on my team? Didn't you just get Alvin Kamara? Yes. That's real nice. I'm, try- I'm trying to get uh, Taylor. From uh, Smalls. That's what would what be I your want. package? Would you include Alvin Kamara? No. No. Not at all. I mean, unless he really, really, if he really wanted him. But it looked it look like Smalls need a lot. Did you like that uh, Drake album? I didn't listen to it all. But what I did hear, it was, it was cool. I only listen to like you a know, country song. The yeah. song that literally made me mad on that album. Is the song with Yeet? No, oh. that song is just that's like a, a radio. Listen to it that's like a, just a radio oh, song. Okay. Like they gonna play that when it's nine nine o'clock at night. It's like the late drive home type thing. But the song with Yeet on there, so it's just much of a Yeet song. It's just like I feel like it's, Travis Scott is a similar thing. Sometimes like when you have like an artist that's like a feature on it, you want them to compliment it. Not you don't just want it to have a song just to have a song with it. So it's Yeet you know song featuring Drake. Drake put on it's yeah, it's really a yeet beat. I heard that song. Yeet on there, and it's just like Drake is on it too. I heard this song. It wasn't one of my favorites. You know what song that I really feel like, like they did they shit on. Like I like the compliment. Cole? No, the one with Chief Keith. I didn't. Li- I didn't. The I one with Chief Keith. Listen, to, that listen one to the one with Chief. I only listen to the first. If if this this twenty three out twenty three songs on the album, mm-hmm. I heard the first ten. Why is there twenty three songs on the album? He said he done or not done. He done for a year. To be able to take a year off of work is sounds so crazy. Just be like, well, he's yeah. not necessarily going to take a direct year. He's just not going to make music. But I'm sure he's still going to do some shows. He's still on tour. Oh, yeah. But, I mean. Well, I think his tour is coming to an end. But, I mean, yeah, he's in you know. Toronto, so. A year off for them. 
Some artists been on a four year break. Yeah, Frank Ocean. Year off for them is is real. It's real. It's really nothing. Yeah, it's nothing. (laughs) I like like, like, their music. Still make money. Yes, especially somebody like him. Yeah, yeah. Their the checks are still coming in. He'll be in a Drewski skit or something. He'll still be acting. I'm sure he'll be. Yeah, he'll be doing shit with his Nike shit. You know, the Nocta. I underestimated that stuff. A lot of that stuff is actually pretty solid. The Nocta. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Got a sneaker deal and I ain't breaking sweat. I like the La Yachty song on there too. With the one where he's uh Yachty's been really nice recently. They just, then they just dropped a video for that. Cole Bennett shot the mm-hmm. video. Mm-hmm. It was like uh I ain't ASAP should get really rocky. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that song too. Drake performed at Yachty's concert recently. Like he showed up and did like a little I think he did a song or two with the fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it you know, I think that's my thing with Drake. And that's the type of conversation I was trying to have with Anwar. I'm a big Drake fan, fan too. A I, I, big, big Drake fan, but I'm not a Glazer. So I'm what I'm able Glacier, to say Glacier. is, in comparison to the rap game, is not good enough for Drake. I'm not comparing Drake to Yeet. <laughs> I'm not comparing Drake to Boldy. That Yeet, that Yeet song made me so mad, bro. Because <laughs> Drake, he's so good, and he can get you like. If I'm a nobody and I get on a Drake song, you might have a chance to like make some noise. He's such a groupie, bro. Like if somebody's hot right now, he's gonna be on the album. That's how I feel with Sexy he, Red is on the album. Sexy, Sexy Red, Red. That's man. such a groupie like feature on there. And that that that's why as a Drake fan, these haven't been my favorites because mm-hmm. I like when Drake was kind of doing the same thing, but it fit him. So the weekend was hot and new, and you could say he was being on some groupie shit using the weekend sound for take care. But it made sense and it yeah, kind of fit. It did. What Drake song was that? Love? Crew Love? Crew Love and uh, The Ride. Okay. Yeah. And there was other songs that The Weeknd helped and wrote on. Mm-hmm. Um, but <clears throat> it was just some, it was it was it was a time and a sound. I feel like the last Drake album that was like for me was Scorpion. Um because it had the two sides. He was talking to the shit, then the other one was R and B. Um but yeah, these others these new Drake this new Drake thing where like I'm gonna get a bunch of features. Not not really my shit, man. Did you like Her Loss? Yeah, I did. I think Her because Loss is a fun album. It's be, not like because I'm, of that, and it's it's just him and Twenty One. Yeah. yeah, I I went uh so I had like music it. playing on stream or whatever, and somebody's like, "Bro, I'm so tired of Drake and Twenty One." I am too. They had the knife talk on the the other album, then they did the album together. Then Twenty One yeah. drop an album. Drake is Drake gonna, is gonna be, be on, Drake yeah. is gonna be on there. They're such a good combination, though. Like when are they? they? When they are making music together, it is usually really good. I think I think Drake carried that shit, and it's going to be. I think it would have been really good. Whether this is no shot at twenty one, that shit would have been good if it when it was Future and Drake. You liked that shit a lot, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> if Drake does a fucking project with Chief Keef, you're pro- that means you're probably like that one. If Drake did one with Lil Baby, that shit probably that going shit hard. Probably hard that yeah. shit, and that's no indictment against twenty one. I think twenty one yeah. is on an incredible run, but I prefer twenty one. I don't want to hear 21, to 21 first, oh like that first album, that Slaughter Gang shit. Yeah. So what he do now, it's so shit. crazy. But that Slaughter Gang shit was a hit, though. Especially I like when this it first album, up in the right too. moment. What was that? Uh, is that is it Red, Red Ops? Oh, I don't know which one. I'm too drunk with Texas. Oh, that's all. Yeah, that's that's Issa. Yeah. I like that first album for him. I like when he do different things. But Would y'all um, be against a Drake and J. Cole project? Come on now. That, J. Cole, I ain't gonna lie. If they did the that shit, song. J. Cole gonna take that shit so personal. He gonna go so hard on it. He really is, bro. 
I wonder how many songs would they give us if they did do a project. Four. Twelve. Nah, nah, like nine. Yeah, I would say nine or ten. Drake yeah. co- Drake collaboration albums have never been extensively long. And he always does that thing where he got to have, like, you do a song by yourself, I'm going to do one by myself. But I don't really like 21 too much on the melodic shit. Cause, not, not with Drake, because Drake is going to wash him. She leaning on me. Twenty one been on so many features. She creaming on me. I'm a crush. Been on like a sh- twenty one can't keep up on that. That song is so good. It's bro. too. It's too <laughs> Drakey for twenty one to keep up on. It and twenty one. Heard a bag. song yesterday with twenty one on. I was like, why did they put him on this? And it was just like, I gotta remember what the song is, bro. When Drake so get in random. that melodic bag, it ain't it ain't many people that's gonna be able to keep up with him, let alone twenty one. Future. Future is a much better match for that type of shit. They, they going crazy with some he of these runs. Run they they was mad that he had a song called What Would Pluto Do, but he ain't have Future on it. Yeah, I saw that. I didn't listen to that one, but I saw What Would Pluto Do. Um, hey, I'm st- I, I'm still standing on it. I'm still going to be waiting on, on it. Business? Call me a fool. <laughs> Call me a fool. Drewski. Drewski is such a good guy to just take. He takes advantage of every moment. Yeah. But um, Drake has the 8 a.m. in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. He gave us an album of nine and O's, undisputed best rapper. <laughs> I'll take eight of those. Take, give me a nine song project and he's just rapping like that. These features, I'm cool on. So it's a cool album. I think it's. I think What's it's, the worst uh, feature? The Yeet one. I thought it was a, the Adonis one. Adonis, my boy, man. But we gotta get him. <laughs> Adonis, on. my boy, man. Adonis, my boy, man. But we gotta get him on. We gotta get him on beat, Drizzy. We gotta get him on beat. I didn't look. I just saw somebody like um, like tweeted the genius of like his lyrics. Yeah, it was, it was, somebody it, had tweeted one also. But it was like he took a shot at Rihanna. Yeah, because he kept saying anti, which yeah. was her her album and brand was anti. Drake kept oh. saying that. Oh, I thought you were talking about Adonis. No, no, no. Imagine yeah, Adonis beefing with Rihanna. Like, what do you say? He said the sex average. Was average. Yeah, I was like, damn. Yeah, damn. That kind of just blew my mind. Wait, say it one more time. <laughs> Her whole brand is like Drake sex. has and one of his verses. It's the song. It's like it's. I heard it because it was like the sixth song. It's something about alone at night or something. Um, yeah, I like that song. It's all right. What is the shit called? Or is that Fear of Heights that he said the song? It's either Fear of Night. Yeah, I think it's Fear of Heights. Um, and he says, uh, he says he has a bunch of shit saying anti. I'm so anti. I'm anti. I'm anti. I'm anti. I think that was Brianna's last album. Mm-hmm. But, but a couple balls before that, he said the sex was average. And so they're correlating it. And he said he had badder bitches. Yeah. That's so sad. So he, he had correlating it to Rihanna. Cause and then he came back with the other shit. I ain't Rocky. I ain't ASAP. This shit, he really Rocky. So they was yeah. just saying, like, this is. All mm. put together. <sighs> he has some. They, the most disappointing thing he did on this album was the intro being Virginia Beach and not having shit to do with Pusha T. Because that's what Pusha T is. He's scared. Was. Don't title that shit Virginia Beach and you sing it. He's scared. <laughs> He's scared. <laughs> uh, me and Derek went on a date yesterday. Yeah, tell us. We went to the, uh, see Dave Chappelle. It was real good, though. <laughs> you let him kiss you? <laughs> no, that, no. Uh, Second date, shit. <laughs> was it good, though? It was, Did y'all yeah. drive together? Did y'all meet? We took an Uber. Yeah. He came to my crib. We took an Uber. On a scale of one to ten, how funny was it? Solid nine, bro. Yeah. Really? Solid nine. My my main gripe is he had six people open for him. Oh, oh wow! So the first two hours of the show was just like it was fine, but it was hit or miss. It was mm-hmm. Hannibal Burris was there, oh, but the worst good. one. Yeah, 
the worst one. And I was so disappointed. I'm not too familiar with his shit, that, but I know the name. Bro closed out with a rap. He rapped. About oh. veneer. And it was supposed to be like a funny, ha, he, 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 like some. No one was oh, laughing. Everybody was kind of confusing. Laugh. We look at, everybody looking at each other like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. And I was so disappointed because he was like, you know, they, Chicago's very own Hannibal Birds. Ah. And I'm like, oh, shit. Because not only is he from Chicago, he's from, he's from North Avenue, Austin, which is where I am from. And I didn't know he was from now. I won't lie to you. But when he, he came on stage, just like, that's where he's from. Like, oh, shit. That's, you know what I'm saying? We grew up yeah. in the same neighborhood. He was awful, bro. <laughs> I may have giggled one time in his whole set. Mm-hmm. And it was... He, he And one thing I can commend him on, it wasn't just jokes. He had, like, production. He yeah. was He's making jokes about 2 chains, and he played yeah. a clip of 2 chains. Like, it was... The idea was that the execution wasn't very great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there was also... I forget the What was the, the black lady name? I, see, I forget the names, but they we everybody here knows you, her. You said you loved her. I, I, I know. Oh, I just don't remember she, her name. she like really like. I would know her too if I seen her. One hundred percent. I think I know who you're talking about. I'm, a, I'm a already like I, she's also the she, L. It was uh, she's like she's like everywhere though, right? Lunel, Lunel. Lin- okay, yeah, yeah I know yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, I knew it started with L. Lunel. She, she was funny. She, she was, was hilarious, bro. Oh hell yeah! She was in Cat Williams thing from years ago, and yeah, yeah she's everywhere, bro. Well, not everywhere, but she's great, bro. She. She came in late, like her music was playing or whatever, and she oh, came yeah. out late, and she was. She said, "I apologize. I was backstage getting high." She looked high as hell. She too. was high as hell, and she was like, "I didn't even hear my music come on." <laughs> you know, I was supposed to come out. Damn, and they cl- like that. The two people that man, I forget names, bro. Dar- uh, uh, Darnell, yeah, yeah, from Chappelle or, Show. Yeah, uh, Ashley, La- Ashley, Larry. Yeah, I know that. Is. Hilarious. He was, bro. He was. You talking about the one, the last one right before Dave Chappelle? Yeah, he was great. He was great. He was, he he got the crowd like. It like refreshing the mood a then, little bit. So but this uh, means Chappelle no. So who went first? Some other guy that I don't know his name. Didn't recognize him. Hannibal Burris. Hannibal Burris was like in the middle. So Chappelle knows who's the best. This is like when you do a when you do a rap concert. Derek would probably open up for him first. Yeah, I'm saying. Man, so rest it, in peace to Charlie Murphy. Rest in peace, Charlie Murphy. Man. He would have been right up there if he was still alive. Rest in peace to Charlie Murphy. I did love that Dave Chappelle when he first came out that he was like, "We in the home of the goat." And then he was like, I ain't talking about Michael Jordan. I'm talking about Bernie Mac. Yeah. And I was like, that's that's love. Right Deion there. Cole. Rest in peace. This guy was hilarious, too. Yeah, Deion yeah, Co- he Deion was. Cole, bro, don't he, do the, uh, he was hilarious, bro. Don't he do bro. the Old Spice commercials now? Yeah. yeah. Bro, what? He had one joke. He Because he came in, he was like, I'm going to tell y'all some jokes, and I'm going to get off stage. And he got, had his he phone. Pulled, he literally had it. He put his phone out his It was like pocket. a bunch of one-liners, yeah, but yeah. it was hilarious. He said, you ever be with your significant other? And you see a bad bitch, and you think to yourself, I should have been patient. I should have been patient. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was so good. And, like, and then he, no, it was funny because he was like, a lot of you motherfuckers can't laugh right now. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, bro, no. he was hilarious. <laughs> he, and then, uh, this is not safe for work at people at home. His, the end of his bit was like telling the women, touch on the penis, you know what I'm saying? Just go in the supermarket, touch on the penis. And uh, he said, God forbid you put your head down when you drive it, have him adjust the steering wheel, he'd be driving all the way up there. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was so funny. And then Dave Chappelle came out, and, you know, Dave Chappelle's been in a lot of controversy over the last couple of years. So I didn't know what the reception would be like. You know what I'm saying? This is the most, like, there was not a single seat that was empty. That's yeah. cool. The entire place. The seat was full. Full. And we were in the spot. We were on the floor. So shout, these were tickets given to me by my dad. So I, we didn't have to pay anything. So shout out to Pops. We were on the floor. 
And the seats were so fucking little on the floor, bro. And I'm between Derek and this other big, big dude. <laughs> and I'm in that, like, you know how you sit, you know, you try to come. I'm like this the whole four-hour show because I you don't have nervous. Room. Huh? You look at Shine nervous. I'm looking, yeah. I can't even, like, ha, ha, Relax. Ha, um, but he had, a, he had a lot of decent bits in it. Um, you know, and it was a Netflix original. I think it's going to be yeah. on Netflix. Yep. Mm-hmm. So y'all going to be able to see it, too. He was, once it comes out, I can say he will be in hot water again because he made a lot of jokes See, at the expense of other people. That's because you asked me, because I'm sure you probably asked me because you know I like Dave yeah, Chappelle. I, yeah, I know he's your favorite comedian. I be I be watching his stuff because like it's just so different from when like I really like started watching him in the beginning, mm-hmm. and that's mostly probably because like society wasn't really like caught up to how what it's now in terms of like being sensitive. Like he was getting in some water, but it's just like. He does the same stuff now. He would probably be in a lot more trouble. I think he acknowledged that he was underwater. And that's yeah. that's my thing. Is just I feel like a lot of his jokes are revolving around like incidents about him being in high water. Like one time he's talking about like one he's like uh, he's talking about how he was following uh he was going to his car or whatever and he's like it's an old lady following me and you know we finally get to the parking garage and she's like yo like I knew he was talking to me like she's like I already knew she was there. So I turn around and I'm like, hello, like, you know, I'm trying to be nice. And she just goes up and she's like, you don't like women or like you disrespect women. Mm-hmm. And he's just going on back and forth or whatever. It's just like, I feel like that's mostly all his bit now. Yeah. So his whole set was basically making fun of everybody. Yeah. He made fun of black people, white people. His wife. His wife, who's who's Asian. an Asian. Um, he made he had a lot of disability jokes, which I did not expect. Yeah. And again, this is Dave Chappelle, who yeah. he borders he he definitely borders like what what am I trying to say like he um, he, he, he crosses the, the border he, when it comes he, to yeah the, he borders the line yeah he teeters the line he right. tries to does like a lot of satire because for every joke he says like about women or whatever he's gonna say that like I love women or when it was his just, his philosophy is I'm gonna distribute my every, jokes to everybody right he made jokes about everybody and yeah I'm I'm one hundred percent sure once that special does come out whenever. It's going to get people to talk because he did have a bunch of raunchy ass jokes. I remember when he was yeah. like, uh, this is a long time ago. Um, he was talking about a lady came up to him and she was telling him, like, you don't like Asian women. Mm-hmm. And he was like, jokes on you. Like, I date. Like, I'm dating an Asian <laughs> yeah. woman right now. Like, at least do your homework. His, his wife of 30, 25 years, I think he said yesterday, is, yeah. is Asian. Um the last 20 minutes of the show was not really jokey. It was just like talking about yeah. stuff, mm-hmm. which I enjoy way more than the jokes itself. Um, I thought his best one was when he um, when he talked about how he went to the strip club mm-hmm. in Vegas. Yes. And he was like, yes, I went to bro. Floyd Mayweather's strip club in Vegas. And he said, Floyd was working a cash register. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I walked in. I was high as hell, so I didn't really care. He's like, what's up, champ? Let me get $1,500. <laughs> and then he gives him, he said, $1,500, here's my card. And he said, Floyd has me a garbage bag. He said him being high, he didn't really think about it at the time. He later on, like his wife checked his debit card, his credit card records because they married or whatever. She was like, babe, you spent $15,000 at the strip club? And he was like, wait, what? <laughs> he said, I told Floyd to give me $1,500. <laughs> I did not. And then he put it together. He was like, that motherfucker gave me a trash bag. $1,500 still $1,500 in the crash. <laughs> <laughs> but he no his his whole uh, nightclub thing was funny because he was like I like going to the strip club by myself. He's like, is that weird? And they're like, ah, you know, is it, oh, it's, so it's 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 weirder than going with your homies again. You you dig hard with your homies next to you or something like something like that. <laughs> I, I, I like obviously Dave's voice yeah. and everything. He's having his funny moments. See, I used to rip. 
I love the parts when he would just either reminisce or just tell stories yes. about yeah. the goofy shit. When yeah. he was just like, man, y'all already know about what happened on that bus. When he was like, it was a dude whacking off on a bus. Yeah. And some, some unfortunate dude had caught the stray. He yeah. had caught the stray. And he was like, that shit just going to ruin your day. Yeah. He told a story about, because you know, when he was in Hot Waters, he was doing shows and somebody yeah. ran on stage and tried to stab him. Or oh, yeah, yeah. He, he told did. the story of that. Um, and he paralleled it to Chris, Chris Rock. Rock. Um, and obviously Chris Rock and Will Smith when he got slapped and stuff. And I think his storytelling is a lot better than his like one liners, in my opinion. Oh mm-hmm. uh, no, the, he said what was he said if I was Chris Rock, I would have been offended because Chris was uh, Will Smith came up there and slapped him. And he said that motherfucker went back to his seat and just enjoyed the rest of the show. <laughs> yeah, for real. He said literally. He said if people asked him like what would he have done differently. He said. I know for a fact Will Smith would not have went there and sat down and enjoyed the rest of the show. Because he said with the one dude that ran on stage, he said, we beat the shit out of that shit. <laughs> oh, he said, I was yeah. still telling jokes, looking behind it. They were stomping him out. And yeah. he was saying that like, oh, uh, I forgot that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He said John Stewart was in on it. Who else he say was there? Uh, P. Diddy. Yeah, okay. P. Diddy was there. Uh, he said Chris Rock was at that show. Yeah. And he came out and it was a couple other people that was like, dang. That What's was the a- story again where he said, I didn't know I couldn't do that? I, I know you know the story. I know, bro. I know exactly. This but that's week the, I called with his white homie, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were in the car. Why, why are you speeding? He's like, I didn't know I couldn't do that. <laughs> said he let him right go. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm interested to see what the reception is to that special once it comes out. Because it was, yeah, it was one, it was crazy. I But I enjoyed it myself for sure. Didn't you say he's doing three shows here? He did, yeah. This was his second one. He's got one more tonight, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. And then I he's got his said, last one in D.C. He said, we in the house of the GOAT. Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac, yeah. No, I think, no, John said he's one to one. So it can't Oh, in Milwaukee. Here, what, what you gonna do? You gonna bust his, you gonna bust his head to what? What? Oh, to the white meat? You gonna bust his head to the white meat yeah. show. Cat Williams is another guy I wanna see live if he ever gets back on stage and performs again. Yeah. I wonder, would he still be as funny? Yeah, that, like, that, that like reinvigorated like me wanting to watch more stand up. No, yeah, I, Bro, I love me we some. Uh, I love me some Mike I, I Epps, bro. It, we should do it. We should do a video where we doing stand up to each other. <laughs> Derek say, "Okay, I walk into a bar." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love me some Mike Epps, bro, and Tracy Morgan, my guy too. Yeah, Mike Epps is funny. Tracy Morgan too. You be watching these sitcoms. Yeah. That's why I think Hannibal Burris didn't click. I think a lot of the stuff Hannibal Burris do, does that I see funny is improv. But this one's like a set that he wrote and stuff, and that's probably why it wasn't as good for me. Because when he's on Eric Andre, I'm I'm assuming that all of that is improv. Mm. It just feels like an improv show. Um, but yeah, it just didn't. And then he had a couple like snicker jokes. That's like <laughs> you know, but like nothing that was like ah, you know. Dave Chappelle he, was funny. Cause was there anybody that was there that pissed you off? Oh. Not not performing. There was a dude sitting in front of us that did the whistle with his oh, hands. He did every, every chance he got, bro. <laughs> Him I'm and his like, girl was sitting there. They was they was getting high and they yeah. was just cuddled up on a. But yeah, he. Any was chance where like the crowd start clapping, he. I'm like, bro. Nasty <laughs> hand. It's not. It's not. Every time it's not worthy. Mm-hmm. When somebody come on stage, get it done. What you eat up there? You a food review? Didn't do nothing. No. He paid fifty dollars for a drink though. Yeah, that shit was crazy. What? I, <laughs> and it was just tequila, ginger ale, and the. It wasn't even no shit. double. Huh? Was it, it wasn't even no double? It was. Oh. 
But it's that still, still don't validate no fifty dollars. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It's <laughs> could, have bought the, 50. could have bought a couple bottles. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, what the fuck? And I, I, at that point, I had already got the drink, so I just had to pay for it. I wouldn't about to oh, give it I back. That shit right there. I would be like, oh, oh I see y'all. I thought this was a cheap drink. <laughs> I thought it was a normal like Chicago Bulls price, like eighteen. 20, I was expecting like eighteen, twenty some dollars. When it said forty four or something like that, I was like, what the fuck? He was in too deep. Yeah, you had to do that shit Kevin Hart was talking about. You had to put in the light, make sure it didn't say 24. <laughs> I'd have been like, I got a baby on the way. <laughs> yeah, they was taxing on drinks for days. Motherfuckers uploading pictures while they at work. <laughs> um, we appreciate y'all watching or listening to this episode through the Wire podcast. Uh, we will be back on Tuesday with another episode. And maybe it's one of those tier ranking videos. We don't know. We got a lot of time to talk before the NBA season starts. So just keep tuning in and we'll keep providing the content. We appreciate y'all and we'll see y'all soon. Go Lakers. Peace.